Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, donkeys? Happy Wednesday. We are the Junkies, and we're back live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond, Virginia, and we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go wherever you may be coast to coast you can also check us out on the tv side on the monumental sports network brought to you by crop metcalf the official heating and cooling company of the junkies looking to be their next five-star hvac technician or plumber just visit cropmetcalf.com to join their team we thank you for tuning in this wednesday morning february 7th 2024 I'm John Paul Flame, joined by Eric Bickle. Morning. Morning. Johnny Cakes Allville's here. Hello, Rickies. Good morning. And Jason Bishop. Yes, sir. You know, uh, yesterday, Barrett Sports Media, an inside trade publication, said we were the number two morning show in the country, which was a cool honor. And put it up on social media. And one of the cool things was a lot of people checked in to say congratulations from around the country, mm-hmm. including, I know this is just two, but there were two messages on Facebook from people that listen to us during our syndication days in Wisconsin mm. and are still listening. Really? That's amazing. And then they started communicating because they were like 20 years ago. These, you know, we were on a Over small station in Wisconsin and that's how they discovered us. Yeah. It's like 98 to 2001. And that's yeah. almost, <laughs> so is that the beginning years. of podcasting? Like, I don't even know if podcasting oh, was around think, back I then. I think it, it existed. In, so they we listened to us. The curve, but I don't know exactly when it started. Yeah, they listened to us live in Wisconsin and found a way to still listen for 20 plus years. Mm, yeah. Well, we do appreciate that sort of dedication and loyalty. And it then if you go to the Facebook messages, end. there were people you know, just weighing in and they've been listening for 20, 25 years and all the places that they've been mm-hmm. like bouncing around the country, moving you know from what? job to job and still listening to us. I used to have shows that I'd listened to for decades. Right. So I do get it. I know, but you've never moved. The amazing thing about this was, you know, these people would say, yeah, I listened to you when I moved to Richmond and then I moved to Florida and then I moved to Texas and then I moved to California and they're still listening. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I know that when we did our 20-year anniversary and we did the show in Vegas, there were several listeners that came from, and California's not that far from Vegas, Mm -hmm. but I was impressed that a bunch of listeners came from California and were still listening to us. Maybe they listened to us when we were on in Oakland. Hmm. That's true. We were on (laughs) San Fran. (laughs) And we had a run there. I, I remember I was vacationing there, and it was such a thrill to put the radio on and hear you guys and hear the show while I was on vacation. 
like in San Francisco. It was wild. That is crazy. You had to have been yeah. listening late night because we were like a late night filler, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the evening. Yeah. yeah. We were on to Detroit. Yeah. Detroit was a Actually, big one. yesterday when we had Soren Petro on, he's from the station that we were on in Kansas City. DFN, mm-hmm. I still remember. Mm. Yeah. It's funny, I asked somebody, I mean, no disrespect, but I asked somebody from Detroit if they knew about WDFN. They didn't, they didn't know the station. <laughs> now, maybe they weren't sports fans. I can't remember. Yeah, that's but fine. It's all good. Uh, anyway, thought wow. it was cool. So uh, we appreciate the support for going on 28 years. We're still in year might 27. Have to do for 30 if we're all still 27? alive. Yeah. We're on 27. 27, I think. Heading, um, heading to 28. Yeah, sometime in May. I forgot an exact date. <clears throat> I think be um, maybe we like should May plan 18th. something for 30 if we're all alive. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. I put plan it on the, to be put alive. Chart. Yeah. Put, it on the, put it on the wall. Things yeah. to do. Yeah, things to do. The old things st- to do list. We're still alive. That would be great. Well, the Caps aren't alive. <laughs> well, they're, I mean, they're alive, but they barely, like, they they're need, barely alive. They need the defibrillator. Like, they, they need the paddles put to them with the quickness. That's bad, man. I, I didn't have it on at the beginning. So I was running around, then I put it on early. Yeah. And it was already 3 nothing. halfway through the first period. I was like, what the hell Who happened? Who started in goal? Was Lindgren. Lindgren. Lindgren started. And he got the hook. Yeah. They had to go to Kemp's. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, Whatever. it was a disappointing way to come out of the All-Star break, obviously. And now they're facing the toughest schedule in the league for the remainder of the season. It's, Is that right? Yeah. It's yeah. going to be a Carbs tough. Carbs will be in a bad mood today. It's gonna they're going to end up being sellers. I would assume. Trade that, market, they're going to end up being sellers. I this team. Did, uh, did Obi get one last night? He did get one. Uh, yeah. an, uh, an image. Yep. He's yeah. at 832 now. It's the only plus. It's the only real upside to last <clears throat> night's game. Right. I thought they would come out and just start banging it. You know, they've been off for seven, eight days. Yeah. And Montreal's kind of in the same boat as the Caps. And. They put up five goals on the Caps. Like yeah, they have was, a hard time they scoring. They put up three pretty early. First period. I think they were yeah. one game under five hundred. Yeah, they're kind of floundering around like the Caps yeah, right now. Yeah, they ain't great. And they came into the Caps building and, <clears throat> you know, put it on them. Somebody tweeted us and said they were at the game last night. Yeah. And it was the most dead before the game mm-hmm. and during the National Anthem that they had ever seen Capital mm-hmm. One. Right. In the history of them going to games, yeah, and mm-hmm. they said, but when it got to three nothing, the boos were really loud. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, you're getting buried by a, a mediocre team on home ice after you've had eight days off. You know, the optics of it aren't great, mm-hmm. and it's, I'm sure Car- Carberry was pissed. He he's going to be. He's going to be licked today. We're he gonna, might be a little bit ornery. <laughs> we'll talk to the head coach coming up at seven o'clock <laughs> this morning. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Cake said that's that this might be the worst it's ever been for DC Sports. We might as long as we've been doing this radio show, and this thank you guys for the support. Bottom. This is why we need to do more hemorrhoid talk yeah. because it is the lowest. You have uh, the Commanders team finishing four and thirteen. You have a Wizards team actively tanking, one of the worst records in the NBA. Yep. You have the Capitals who are not going to make the playoffs, barring some crazy turnaround here they ain't making in the playoff. second Highly half unlikely. of the season. And the Nationals, they're on the on on the come up, I guess, but it's a rebuild still, and they'll probably lose 90 games. Mm-hmm. And also the, the Terps lose to Rutgers last night. That hurts That's their NCAA awful. tournament chances. And they ain't the, going Hoy, to the, the Hoys are bad. They got no shot at the going to tournament. The Hoys are just still yes. bad. Rutgers is basketball. one of the worst offensive teams in the country. They average yeah. 65 a game. Right. 
And okay. last night they were 10 less than that, and they couldn't beat them. It's fine. That's pathetic. It is what it is. What are you going to do? Yeah, you can't control we it. Got our, our kids are healthy, knock on wood. There's more important things than the local sports. Hey, it turned for the Detroit Lions, right? <laughs> fine. I don't care. It's going to turn. I do think that there is well, you care a lot of optimism the, with the commanders. The Redskins slash commanders have sucked. Hey, by no, the way, they're but, interesting. Valdez, they're interesting the to turn- me. Terps football may be the shining light on the hill. <laughs> last night was uh, last night was something. I will say that. Yeah. I think at one I think at one point um, both teams were two of eighteen from beyond the arc. Right, oh, it's wow. brutal. It was bad. Well, yeah. Jameer Young's going to go three for seventeen. They got no shot at winning because yeah. nobody else can carry. He basically put up twenty five. I don't under, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. The team was a, a NCAA winning team last year. They beat West Virginia in the first round. Yep. Yep. They returned their big three. I know. I thought they were going to be really maybe, good. Maybe everybody um, else, because of the portal, just imp- improved too much. Well, Sean Harris Smith has you know, been D- a huge bust. DH Smith uh, or DHS was supposed to be this this incoming great. Um, I know they kind of put all their eggs in the Hunter Dickinson basket and and came up empty. I, and they didn't have any kind of backup plan after that. I don't. I, I don't know. At this point, at this point, you 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 got to be a mercenary in the portal next year. And, yeah, you really and, do. And offer whoever you can to to fix this team, especially the offense. Put that money up. But the you know, but the the team plays hard. They play mm-hmm. they play defense. Yeah, which, defensively they're really good. But they just they have they have no they can't put the ball in the basket. Mm-hmm. They rank two hundred ninety eighth out of I don't know three hundred fifty. Oh, and in, and in these scoring. and these looks are they're open looks, right? Mm-hmm. That's why you get. That's why you get Willard saying, well, "How can I design them to be more open?" I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a it's a personnel failure where they they because I know they didn't go that hard in the portal. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't think they, they get, I didn't think they, they had passed. to. Maybe they just got passed. We're at end times, fellas. End of days type <laughs> Armageddon for uh, local sports. Yeah. Well, it's not fantastic. Hey, we have the Super Bowl. Well, I think we're all, Super Bowl I think we're all interested in that. Yeah, Certainly. Of course. Um, and he's starting to warm up. Masters will be here before you know it. Oh. Hey, thrilled. you got waste management this week. Waste management, be big. Yeah, have you have you planned your waste yeah. management party yet, Valdez? Invites in early, being sent in out? the early stages. Ah, uh, the early stages. Okay. Yeah. As Valdez is dealing with his hemorrhoid, as JP mentioned, I I consulted with him yesterday and this morning. I've been checking in on him like a good doctor. Mm. And, and he, but he he doesn't take the suppository well. He doesn't relax his, uh, his innards <laughs> yeah. to let that thing get in there. Yeah, he's very uptight. He's shooting it right out, <laughs> rejecting it, dikembeing the suppository. I can understand. That's an awkward thing to have to do to yourself. You just got to be aggressive. I'm trying. I tried. I've never done it. Yeah. I tried I uh, twice. twice. <laughs> I, it, trust me, it's also awkward doing it to other people because I had to give a few of those to my kids when they were young. Like Ooh. for, I think it was like a to suppress fever, like oh, a suppository, really? like mm. instead of like them taking it orally, mm. I, I had to do that a couple. Of, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it's not fun. Um, so I can yeah. understand your reluctance for that, Valdez. Eric he, has a Eric has a butt fetish. He is, yeah, he's one of the world's <laughs> foremost experts. Yeah. I just get a kick out of it. I think it's funny because it's so awkward. Him and Stumper, yeah, of my I, friends, have always been fascinated. I just think humor. it's funny. It's funny to me. But I want him to be healthier. I want him to not be in pain. He'll be fine. He'll take a couple days. He'll get there. He'll take a couple days, right? But he's got. Did you get your fiber? It's just it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. Did you get your fiber? (laughs) I got I got all the necessities. Now somebody did uh, tweet me or direct message me, and this is probably what Stumper had, where you can have a procedure where you they like 
they do something. Clean the pipes. Where they like tie them off and on then the, the, the vein or whatever dies. And then uh, it, I, I, it doesn't I, feed the hemorrhoid anymore. Yeah, I've seen that kind of, it's almost like cauterizing the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. vessel. And it works Man. like magic if you want to do it. But, I mean, this is your first experience. I don't think you necessarily have to go that route. I, I hope get, it's my last experience. I guarantee your health insurance doesn't cover that. I can, I mean, that has to be like an elective, I'll say this. An elective surgery. Without her health insurance, remember how my colonoscopy, I kept getting these bills? Yeah. I ended up paying like 1600 bucks or something oh. for a freaking routine colonoscopy. Yeah. I got another uh, notice. My, thank God my wife is on it. I'm getting $1,100 refund back. Oh, right. There you well, go. That's a, that's a good news. I don't news. know. If so they just take some while. I don't know what they did. I, yeah, I just think they're behind. That's a. I'm willing to pay 500 for a roto. They, 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 for some reason, weird. for some reason, our insurance they just have to verify everything. Yes. It takes weird. It takes yeah. forever. It's, yeah, I like. I just got my knee my knee bill, mm-hmm. and that was in November. And then they messed that messed something up on that, and mm-hmm. then I had to resubmit it. It's taking forever, but it ends up getting done. And you're going to get your money back, or it's yeah, yeah, paid yeah, extra. Yeah. Or it whatever. is silly yeah. though when you just get a check out of nowhere, even though you've already gone in pocket. I know. Like when you get just incoming money that you're not expecting. Yeah. Like I looked at my Venmo a couple of days ago. I had like 250 bucks in there for finishing like second in a fantasy league. I'd completely forgotten about. Oh, it. right. It was just found money. Just money right. just fell out of the sky. Yeah. I'm just um, I'm very I'm very down today because i have my mri and i have a hemorrhoid so i feel very <laughs> feel very old yeah. feel very yeah. down yeah, very i saw up. i saw your guy cork tweeted us <laughs> that it's the first time in 10 years of owning a gym he had somebody call out hemorrhoid mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well i couldn't I, I don't know what he's doing he's he's trying to like bully me into working out with a hemorrhoid yeah can you imagine can you imagine if i'm a uh Doing a military press and that thing pops. And I can't. And honestly, I can't. Go, I can't go there and look at the faces of all of these uh, uh, moms that that listen to the show and and hear me talking about my hemorrhoid and oh, everything. Yeah, that's true. Right. And I gotta stare them in the face. You need to lay low for a little while. Yeah, no, I can't. Just gonna have to. He's gonna have to wait for you to show up again. That dude is, has been nice to me, but he is militant. He's like trying to pay me to work out. I'm like, dude, relax. Yeah. You're not gonna pay me to work out. I do things in my own time, right. at my own pace. Well, we're I mean, giving him what he wants. We gave him some ads. Yeah, yeah. He's getting all the ads. He's just collecting yeah, that guy, them. You guys have somehow cozied up to a crazy man. He's definitely crazy. He yeah. doesn't. He's a crazy man. He bullies. He bullies. Um, Drab more than he bullies me. Uh-huh. I've I've learned to kind of tune him out. Yeah, yeah. But Drab is very impressionable. Uh, I.e., he gave up on Valdez because oh, Valdez doesn't now listen to him. Now he's got the guns trained on you. Yeah. yeah. So mm. I'm I'm coachable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put me yeah. in coach. Valdez is malcontent. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, we mentioned Spencer Carberry. He will join us coming up at seven o'clock. We will talk about the sad state of Cakes, the Washington you're, Capitals. You're interviewing him today with the head coach. Also, we'll get into the Super Bowl. Our big game coverage on 106.7 The Fan presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. We'll talk to Solomon Wilcox, former Bengals safety and host of the opening drive on Sirius XFM, uh, Sirius XM NFL Radio. So we will get into the big game between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Keep it here. We're the junkies. Coming right back. You can always call us throughout the show on the MGM National Harbor listener lines at one 800 636-1067. Same number for the Thompson Creek Windows text machine. Standard message and data charges may apply. You can always tweet us at Junks Radio. <laughs> Put up the Junkies poll today brought to you by Van Meter Homes. 
on Twitter yesterday after we started hearing all this noise about Cliff Kingsbury and Caleb Williams, which we'll get into momentarily. And the poll was, with Cliff Kingsbury now in place as the commander's OC, do you want Washington to trade up just like Caleb Williams, who played from last season at USC? What do you think the poll's at over 2,000 votes? I'm going to say 67% want the commanders to trade up for Caleb Williams. Always bet against cakes. It's the exact opposite. (laughs) 32%. It is 66%. Do not Mm. want them to trade Mm. for Caleb Williams. But yesterday. still want to give up the assets. Yesterday you get the news um, about Cliff Kingsbury, affection for Caleb Williams. Uh, Albert Breer said. Cliff loves, 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 loves. Caleb Williams. <laughs> um, Cliff said to me on the record that the comparisons between he and Patrick Mahomes, right, like all of that, he said it's eerie how similar they are. Um, so, and Cliff, remember, was like, Cliff would be the, was the one in 2017 who would tell everyone until he's blue in the face how Patrick Mahomes was much better than everybody thought. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, you line the whole thing up, Cliff's there. New ownership, looking to make a splash. Caleb Williams is from there. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Washington put together some sort of blockbuster offer to move up a spot and, and get Caleb Williams. Our Junkies poll today brought to you by Van Meter Homes, and that's why I was surprised. 67% out on trading up to get somebody who's being compared to Patrick Mahomes. What I'd say is if if you're sure that this guy can turn out to be a la Patrick Mahomes, I, I, I would do the yeah, Mike Ditka and trade every pick. You pull the trigger and Yeah, but then you, you figure if, if someone in Washington believes that, someone in Chicago probably believes that too. So possibly. Most likely. Uh, possibly. I mean, if Chicago believes. And, and by the way, it's not always a positive if you're from a city and you st- you know, you're from, you grew up in that city, right. and then you're playing there oh, as a Young, professional. He jumps to mind. It's not always a positive, right? He sucks in San Francisco too. Well, yeah. That's true. It <laughs> turns out it doesn't matter what city he plays in. Um, Mike Florio has kind of an interesting theory about how Caleb Williams can work his way to Washington if he doesn't want to go to Chicago. Of course, we've seen this before. Eli, Eli Manning mm-hmm. didn't want to play for the Chargers. His father ended up didn't want him with to play. the New York Giants. Yeah. Here's what Florio said from Radio Row yesterday. There is a way that it can happen, and I hadn't really thought it through like this. But 12 years ago, when Andrew Luck and RG3 were coming out, RG3 wanted nothing to do with the Colts. Yeah. But never said it. Right. He just made it clear yeah. in the communications with the Colts. Right. I'm not interested. Invited him for a private visit. I'm not interested. Right. I'm not coming. Right. So it makes it easy for them to go to Andrew Luck. And yep. I wonder, you know, and that's a way that you can exert yourself without creating a problem among media and fans who would say, how dare you not treat it as an honor and a privilege to be the first player drafted. Yeah. But if he starts getting word to the Bears, I'm really not interested in playing for you. Yeah. I'm not interested in coming to have a stake with you and the executive staff. I right. really don't want to be there and you don't go public with it, that's a way to to bend it toward – and all you got to go is one spot, bend it toward Washington. And and I, I concluded by telling the folks in Chicago, keep your ears open for hearing reports that the Bears have fallen in love with Drake May. The Bears have become smitten with Jaden Daniels. 
that that becomes the cover that no one said no to anybody. The Bears didn't get spurned by Caleb Williams. Yeah. But they were going to, so they made the smart play, and they, they settled on someone else, and that opens the door for Williams to go to Commanders. That's we're a all, more nuanced yeah. way to do it yeah. that doesn't require the kind of ugliness that we saw from John Elway and Eli Manning. Yeah, I hear you. That's a way to engineer it if you're Caleb Williams. And, and if this is all about keeping Cliff and Caleb together. So, yeah. I mean, maybe. Who knows? I mean, Mike just throws out all these random hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I suppose that could maybe work. Yeah, I mean, look, if the Bears really know if Caleb Williams' agent saying, you know what, he doesn't want to be there. I mean, do you want to draft a kid that doesn't want to be there? Right. And and if you're Peters, can you just sit there and hope that somehow you don't have to trade anything and the Bears bypass Caleb at one? Yeah, I mean, then you you jump on him. I mean, that would be unlikely. Yeah, but what's interesting about Caleb, he doesn't have an agent. Okay. They said that that's one of the red flags that he doesn't care where he goes and he doesn't mind going to Chicago because if he did want – it's a very intricate, difficult process, and you have to have an age, agent fight those battles for you. So Who, far, so who's representing them? His father, I believe so. Yeah. So that's, that that's just that, that just sounds that sounds not, not that that can't change, yeah. but as of right yeah. now, and all all last year with the NIL stuff, he never had an agent. Can't hmm. imagine he's not going to have an agent negotiate contracts and crazy. But who knows? Or just help him navigate these few months leading up to the draft. Like, and I'm again, sure who knows what to managers. believe when you hear stuff like Caleb Williams doesn't want to go to Chicago? You know, you don't know. It's been rebuffed. Unless he comes out publicly and says, yeah, I don't want to go there, I don't necessarily believe it. It's been rebuffed by his head coach, for what it's worth, at USC, Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. He was making the rounds. He was on every show the other day. He was on Colin Cowherd, <laughs> Pat McAfee, all those shows that come on after us on TV. Yeah. And he said, I think it's a total smokescreen. I mean, I think it's people playing a game, but says he does not believe that Caleb Williams has an aversion for Chicago. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Here's here's the uh, further on. Riley says, knowing Caleb like location wise, I don't think he cares one bit where he's at. Like all franchises are in really good cities. There is advantages to anywhere that you go. He wants to win. He wants to be a guy that's playing in this game, the Super Bowl. That's getting ready to come up this week, and I think for him, it's less about location, and it's just more about getting in the right situation where he needs, where he knows he can contribute to develop and to do the things he needs to do to help a franchise be successful, and that's it. So, just getting back to your uh, sort of idea of um, if you think it's uh, Patrick Mahomes, just go get him. Um, first of all, I think that's a very, very high bar, right? Like, how many guys are actually Patrick Mahomes? I mean. Absolutely, but the, the new know. offensive coordinator says it's eerie how similar they are. Understood. But if you he's worked with both of them. But if you think, say, for example, just Drake May, and I don't, but if you because I don't know. But if you think that Drake May is maybe Matthew Stafford slash Justin Herbert, okay, clearly Mahomes is better, but those guys you can win with those guys too. Yeah. Um then maybe you don't pay the fruit. I think they're reporting it's gonna take two ones mm-hmm. to go up. And when you're a team like Washington that literally is void of talent. I don't think you can afford to do it. Yeah, I mean, the, do you? That's the question. Do you? If you really like the kid, um, and Chicago knows you really like the kid, you have to jump up to get him. Are you willing to give up all those Too extra long. assets? You know, I mean, I don't know if if Adam Peters is willing to do that. Yeah, if you're telling me he's gonna be Mahomes, like if Kingsbury is in Adam Peters' ear and saying, "Look, I guarantee you, this guy is gonna be." Uh, an absolute stud, mm-hmm. then I think you do make the move. 
But Eric brings up a good point. Like if you have a grade on Drake May or Jaden Daniels that he's going to be the next Josh Allen, and look, Patrick Mahomes is the best. But Josh Allen's pretty close. Then you could win with Josh Allen. I kill for Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, kill for him. But I'd rather, he's not perfect. But, but I'd rather I kill for him. Patrick Mahomes. But you know the Bills are probably <laughs> haunted. Right, Patrick Mahomes is the better. Bills, but, but the chances of Caleb Williams being the next Patrick Mahomes is pretty low. Yeah, pretty Did the Bills trade though. their pick to 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 the Chiefs? I think the Bills had a chance to draft Patrick Mahomes. Took Josh Allen uh, mm-hmm. to the next season. Potentially the next season. I'd have to go back and, and That's kind of haunting. <laughs> We've seen what's happened every time the Bills face KC in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's not, it's not one It's man going alone. to be interesting. Adam Peters, and, and I do think what Florio says, um, it's a good point. Like, pay attention to the stories that start coming out. Like, if all of a sudden you get some stories of him rebuffing the Bears for workouts or mm-hmm. invites, then, then maybe it does... You know, I mean, maybe Caleb Williams really wants to play with uh, Kingsbury. Maybe he really likes him. Maybe that could be true. I I don't know. But um, but still, I mean, still Washington has to be willing to give up up what it takes. And I'm not sure that they're going to do that. I heard somebody make this point. It's true that, you know, most people think Caleb had a better year a year before. He won the Heisman a year before. And then this year, maybe it slipped some. This is the year that you had Cliff Kingsbury. The year before, it's Lincoln Riley's offense. Like, Lincoln Riley was the one that was getting all the credit, and Kingsbury jumped aboard. I'm not saying he didn't do anything as an offensive coordinator, but Mm. Caleb thrived before Cliff Kingsbury showed up. Yeah, I mean, I think Caleb will be Caleb without Kingsbury. But Kingsbury does have a great resume of other quarterbacks that he's worked with. Yes. So, And you've got to trust Dan Quinn and Adam Peters that they made the right choice on the O.C., yeah, we'll see, but you got to trust him. Where did he grow up? I know he went to Gonzaga. Caleb? Yeah. Yes. Is he was he a Bowie kid? I think he's from Bowie. I think he's from PG our Co- hometown. I think he's PG County. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, he Pretty might sure he's be, from Bowie. <clears throat> might be a Bowie kid. Um, Bowie's so big now. There's a lot of kids come from there. But it's going to be very interesting. This, just the quarterback position alone, not just in the draft, but you know, where's Justin Fields? If the Bears are going to go with a uh, quarterback in the draft, where's Justin Fields traded? Mm-hmm. Uh, where is Kirk Cousins going to go? You know, I mean, there's there's still guys that are in the league now that are going to be playing in different cities and different teams. So mm-hmm. quarterback positions always dicey, man. It's it's always a story, and um, and this year with the draft class going to be similar than you know the, where maybe a couple of years ago we had three number three quarterbacks go one two three. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be very interesting Just to see where Adam they go. Peters to ID the right guy and pick that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's got to be the right guy for <laughs> your flop. for your organization, your fit, what yeah. you have, what you're asking them to do. Um, we'll see. And then what do what do the commanders do in free agency? How many pieces do they got and pluck offensively? Well, they you know, they're going some... out to get another receiver. They're going to go out and get a tight end. Are they going to you know you would assume they're going to get some offensive linemen? They got to get offensive linemen. Are they going to go out and get another RB? Got to get the quarterback right. But you got to get the quarterback right. And it'll be interesting. I, I found it interesting that most people that are followers of the team seem out on the prospects of trading up for Caleb Williams. He's a polarizing guy. And I do think mm-hmm. a lot of people agree with you that he's flaky, that he's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, they just And also, I think there are a lot of people that are just scared. And... And they point to like the RG three trade and how much right. was given up for RG three. Didn't work. I out. think you gotta 
You got to bury the ghosts of the yeah. past. Got to keep taking. You have to treat this independently. And I, if Caleb so. Williams is worth it, and it's so, just one spot, this is the way I look at it. And I've been pro Dan Quinn, you know, obviously for weeks. But I do believe in the do theory. <laughs> do theory. In I, I mean, the- Washington's not going to be horrible forever. I right. kind of believe in that too. Like at some point, they have to improve. You know what I mean? They're not going to be horrible forever. They can't be bottom feeders every year. Now, if Dan Snyder still owned the team, right? Okay, I'd say all right. They're going. They're going. He's just going to make bad decisions. Right. But now you've got whole new hierarchy Mm -hmm. and different people that are, you know, have got great reputations, good decision makers. I truly believe. Not saying it's going to happen this year. Even though JP thinks they might go to the playoffs next year. Um, I'm just not closing that door. I'm not predicting it. Let me see what happens this offseason. I I agree with with DB. I'm with you. It's possible. I just think that they're going to, at some point, they're going to get better and they're going to be near the top of the division again. Let's say they make a move for Caleb Williams and we like what they do in free agency. Well, then I'd say, yeah, maybe they're going to have a chance because I think Caleb Williams coming out of college, and we'll see, it could change. The narrative could change before the draft. But I think he's more highly regarded than C.J. Stroud. I think he's more highly regarded than Bryce Young. Yep. Those guys were the top two picks uh, this past year. And so if this team may never be drafting at this spot again under Adam Peters, like it's eh, never going to be cheaper to move up from two to one than it is this upcoming draft cycle. Yeah. But again, whoever it is they draft, it's got to work out. If you want to chime in 800-636-1067, would you make the move up to assure that you get Caleb Williams out of USC? According to the post, he did grow up in Bowie. Mm-hmm. He moved with his family into a Northwest D.C. apartment when he chose Gonzaga mm-hmm. to go to high sense. school. Before that, he attended. Wants to deal with that traffic. He attended uh, St. Pius mm. in Bowie, mm-hmm. which is uh, right by the old Bowie Library and Bowie High School. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what community. If you grew up in like the K section and <clears throat> P section, and <laughs> who, knows? <laughs> who knows exactly where he grew up, but he did grow up in Bowie, and we don't know if he'll want to come back. Kevin Durant's had plenty of chances to come back, and every time he's chosen elsewhere. Well, he knows it's a headache. Yeah, I was just saying, it's a distraction. He knows of all it's these a big-time headache, especially you, for Kevin Durant. Although, I'd say Jonathan Allen seems to like playing at home. It's true. John, Jonathan's more <clears throat> kind of out in the suburbs, like kind of on his own, right? It seems like a little more reclusive. Likes to play video games all day. I don't know. Well, see, I, I don't, I'm not saying that Caleb – I'll take – Whoever we had on that, that said that uh, that Caleb doesn't really care where he plays. Maybe I heard that on the Kind podcast this morning. Well, that's what Lincoln Riley said. Yeah, yeah, that he doesn't care. Kind of disrespectful that we don't make notable people from Bowie. I, I think it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, dis- that. that's disrespectful. Oh. Who makes it? In Wiki? Uh, Spencer Anderson, guard for the Steelers. Ricky Arnold, an astronaut. <laughs> um, Michael Bray, not Mike Bray. Convicted conspirator in numerous bombings. That guy makes the list of no, no, from <laughs> notable. He's but notable. Can't you just those guys, add those guys? Are, you, what they are is forgettable. Yeah, yeah but can't you just add our names if you really want I, I to be guess. on there? Somebody I guess can. Be. I don't think, think you can. can add your own. I mean, at least Drabby would have. Young Manny, American rapper. Has anybody heard Who? of that guy? Young Manny. No. Does anybody know that person? Forgettable. No respect. Like, should, I'm sorry. We should be on this list. Most famous, most uh, notable from Bowie. I mean, I'm not arguing over here. Kathy Lee Gifford, she's not from Bowie. She's from Napa. No, she is from Bowie. She claims she's from, like, West and Africa. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't even exist. That's not even a thing. What the hell Young was she man. here, man? Because <laughs> Kathy Lee's got to be about 70, right? She must have oh, been yeah. one of the originals. Now, this she guy deserves. OGs from Bowie. This guy does deserve to be on the list. Daniel Jungleman Cates. 
professional poker player. Right. Jungle Man should be on that list. I think the Jungle. And that guy's a stud. And Daniel Cates. We, yes. And Caleb Williams. I interviewed Daniel Cates when he was 18 years old. Yes. He was working at McDonald's. He is a wackadoo. He's a weirdo, but he's a genius. <laughs> he is a genius. All right, you want to seek in some phone calls? Yeah. 800-636-1067. Your thoughts on Caleb Williams. We'll come back. Take your calls next here on The Junkies. I was just checking our Instagram page, Sports Junkies Radio, and I put up the same poll. So on Twitter, 66% no, do not trade up for Caleb Williams in the number one pick. Mm-hmm. There are less responses on Instagram, but it's at 75%. They're out on trading up to the number one pick. People do not want them some Caleb Williams here in D.C. I don't think it's about Caleb as much as it is. I just don't want to trade the assets, Kate. I think people like Caleb. I think that's true. But there has to be a cost-benefit analysis. So, like, if you trade the assets, whatever they wind up being, if it's a huge hit and he's Patrick Mahomes' light Mm -hmm. and he's, you know, a franchise changer, then you don't care about giving up the – the capital. Well, you might if capital. you can get Drake May, who <clears throat> is Josh Allen like. Yeah, I mean, it's, okay, it's but there's just no guarantee that view hits either, right? Well, no I know, but there's no, there's no extra cost. He's polarizing. Yeah. Here's an example from one of the comments. Sports Junkies Radio, give us a follow on Instagram. Too much drama, another RG3, take May. And my guess would be this person who has the comment on Instagram, he's probably not watched much of Drake May or Caleb Williams, to be honest. It's just the reputation that these guys carry. Yes. I, I'm going to have concerns. Yeah, but people are going to be bitter if they sit it through and they take Drake May and Drake May becomes, I don't know, say he becomes Ryan Tannehill. Okay, you're right. Then then you're going to be you're pissed also gonna be... that you didn't take a shot at Caleb Williams. All right, you're also going to be pissed if you trade up for Caleb Williams and he turns out to be RG3. Uh, Desmond Ritter. That's true, mm-hmm. too. So, but I just don't. I don't see that. I don't see him becoming Desmond Ritter. I feel like his floor and ceiling are much higher than Desmond. What do you Ritter, think, Caleb Williams? Who's, who's picking third round? What do you think, Caleb? I Williams understand floor that, but is? number one picks they falter all the time. Yeah. What do you think his floor is? His floor, I would. I'd probably say his floor is top twelve quarterback in the league. Like, and his ceiling is top two or three quarterback in the league. Hmm. But that'd be great. I, I think the floor guess. of all of these guys is bust. I mean, right. we know if, let's just say one, two, threes, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May. Odds are at least one one's going to bust, yes. if not two. Correct. Correct. Maybe not bust to the point of, you know, becoming a backup, uh, you know, in the first couple of years of their, like, like Zach Wilson. Trevor but Lawrence was you could, pretty you highly bust, well thought of. You could bust and just be an average quarterback, right. but still be a starter. And if you're picked in the top three, that's I guess it's considered a bust. Look, there's going to be a lot of finger-pointing at Adam Peters if he stands pat at two and either the Bears or somebody else swoops into number one and takes Williams. Williams becomes a star, and whoever Peters picks, say that person just flames out or is underwhelming but right. look at the there's gonna be finger pointing right, but again yeah. but again if the bears really love caleb williams yeah there's not as much that they love him they they're think not he's gonna, gonna be patrick anyway. they're what not gonna say yeah we'll take drake may if they think drake I mean, may is there's not as much if they go ahead here. of you it's if you pass on them right that you right. get the grief right look at the 2021 nfl draft trevor lawrence goes one he's been pretty good although he kind of had a down year this year zach wilson two bust Trey Lance, three. Bust. bust. Yeah. At 11 was Justin Fields. You could right, work with him, but it's a big question but mark. But he's been better than two and three. 15's Mac Jones. 
So five quarterbacks in the top 15, and only one, you could say, is a hit, and it's not even that great of a hit because Trevor Lawrence kind of had a down year this year. Agreed. Yeah, but you still have to hit at whoever you draft. Yes. If you, everyone says draft an offensive lineman. Look at the offensive lineman drafted in the top 10 the last few mm-hmm. years. Evan Neal for the Giants Bust. sucks. He's going to be, he's gonna be a backup bust. right tackle. When's the last time you heard the name Iki uh, Ikwanu, the night he was drafted? I've never heard it. Yeah, he was drafted <laughs> seven overall by the Panthers. Yeah. He sucks. Paris Johnson had a 60 PFF grade last so year. So hold on. What, what is your point? I mean, you all the guys can bust. Everyone just says you Chase Young, bust. Everyone just says draft linemen. Mm-hmm. You have to hit no matter who you draft. It's a good point. The other, the other positions bust, too. Yep. I can't oh, take really. a lineman in the top three. That's, that's just insanity. <clears throat> I don't think anybody disagrees with you. Well, I know a lot of the callers, people call and say you can't take a quarterback because they have a high bust potential. No, they all no, bust. You they take, all do. You have to take a bust. All right, let's go to some of the callers. I do think quarterback's a harder position than all the others. But, but sure, you've got to take your shot at a quarterback. We've got Spencer Carberry, Caps coach, joining us at 7. So let's bang out some of these calls. Let's go to Pat. Hey, Margaret. Pat, what's up, bud? Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Hey, um, Cliff Kingsbury begged for Kyler Murray. And that didn't work out so great. So I'm not so sure about his, his you know, comparing uh, Caleb Williams to um, Mahomes. Mahomes. Right. The other thing, um, you were talking about local players and you compared Chase Young is, is not working out. Um, uh, Haskins was also local and that yep. didn't work out so well with all the pressure of being a local kid. Well, that was also and, an owner-driven pick. Like the, yeah. the, the football people in the building, they wanted nothing to do with Dwayne Haskins or drafting him. Well, that's probably true, too. And last thing I'm going to say, um, you're talking about Chase Young. I saw him in that game against the Lions. He gave up on that Jameer Gibbs touchdown where he came across the mm-hmm. middle or came across the field. Mm-hmm. If he had finished the play, uh, play out, he probably would have tackled him on the two or three-yard line. So yeah. Yep, you're right. Just my, just my point. Yep, you you're right. Have a great day. All right, thank and you, By the buddy. way, people crush Kyler Murray. They bury him. But if you look at his numbers – Guy's throwing 94 touchdowns against 46 picks, and he's rushed for 26 touchdowns, and that's including time missed doing an ACL. You, well, no one out. can, no one will question the talent. Right, he's just a little he's, bit uncoachable. He's aloof and he's yeah. Weird. But here's what's interesting, Jason. That was my perception too. But I listened to the Kime interview. Um, a guy from uh, Phoenix or Arizona, where the hell they are, mm-hmm. who covered the Cardinals, mm-hmm. and he said he and you know everybody knows that relationship kind of soured. Mm-hmm. But th- he said the reason why it soured is because Kingsbury was just like treated him with kid gloves, and and Kyler yeah, gotta, likes to be coached. You got to be tough on him, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. he likes to be coached, and he said Cliff just wasn't that kind of guy with him. Well, he, um, then he took advantage of it because right. when you show up late all the time to meetings, mm-hmm. uh, that tells me a lot about your character. That's true, too. Let's go to Andre in Manassas. Andre, what's up? <clears throat> what's up, Dre? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, um, I think if Kingsbury is, you know, the quarterback guru, everyone says it is, I think it's true value. He's not taking a, a first-round pick and making him a pro bowl. I think there's true value to making a, a, taking the third, fourth-round pick and making that individual a pro bowl. And that's how I, you know, I view Kingsbury. I mean, taking that number one and making him, you know, what he's supposed to be, that's not necessarily what I think you bring Kingsbury in for. So having said all that, I wouldn't necessarily take any of those quarterbacks. I would take a wide receiver, um, you know, with, with that pick. Um, if possible, if if other group teams are coming in and giving us more picks, you know, I know, I know the last couple of years a lot of good teams have had like two, three first round picks um, in the draft, and that would be something that would entice me. So I think if Adam Pe- and I know people will say it's a risk not to take 
um, a quarterback, but I think it's even a bigger risk. And, you know, bigger risk, more reward if you take a quarterback in the third and fourth um, and then develop into something big. So that's my two cents. All right, thank you, Andre. When you pick at number two, you have to have to select a quarterback when you're wandering through the quarterback wasteland like washington has been for the last basically you're not 25 wait years to the third or fourth round yeah, yeah. that's that's insane <clears throat> go to kurt in dc kurt what's up good morning gentlemen how you all doing what's good okay first off, i would like to say it, i don't think they should go up and get him but if they if they do decide they want to go up and get him then just make that decision and go up and get them. Because if 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 Caleb Williams and his his team make it clear they don't want to go to the Bears, I don't think they should sit and, and just wait for him to drop the two. Cause, because somebody will go up to that top spot and get him, and they'll give up the farm. Mm-hmm. If it's not us, it'll be somebody. But what I do think they should do is between Kingsbury, DQ, and and Adam Peters, mm-hmm. they should study uh, Drake May. And Jaden Daniels very carefully and decide which one they want. Okay, with with Kingsbury taking lead, or which one they think he he could develop the best. Okay, mm-hmm. and make a decision to go with one of those, or either trade out of it if they don't like any of them. Well, they will. Well, they, they will. They will. Thank yeah, you, buddy. Think, they're going to look at every. And if you're if you're Ryan Poles, the GM of the Bears, you actually don't want to trade with the Commanders because you're going to get less in return. You want. You want to bait one of the teams, you know, like, like number that, six like or eight. seven. Like or you eight. want to bait the Falcons into coming up, or you want to bait, you know, the Raiders, like the, the Jets, if they want to, you know, like upgrade for after Aaron Rodgers leaves. Like, yeah, you want one of the like the Vikings are sitting at eleven. Like, who knows what they're going to do with Kirk Cousins going forward? That those are the teams that you want to target. Like, he's going to get less a lesser return from the Commanders in a in a trade up. Like those other well, yeah, but the problem, yeah, but the problem is there is if you trade down to eight, ten, eleven, twelve, yeah. then you don't get a quarterback. Then you might not get one of those top yeah, three. Maybe, maybe he looks at this quarterback crop and says, you know, "True, I'm going to wait till next year. This one doesn't impress me that much." Well, true, maybe. For what it's worth, but Richard if, Sherman, who's on undisputed now, said the Commanders aren't getting Cliff Kingsbury to draft Drake May. He mm-hmm. believes it's to entice Caleb Williams, and I will say Sherman. Very analytical. Thinks the hire of Cliff Kingsbury is great. He said, I think Cliff Kingsbury in my time in the National Football League playing against him, he's really creative offensively in terms of the passing game and the concepts that they draw up. It's not the common concepts that you're used to seeing. It's not the common quarterback reads that you're used to seeing. It's very intricate. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple times where I've talked to him after the game was like, bro, I've got a lot of respect for the concepts you're drawing up. It's some good stuff. But he mm-hmm. does say that the run game, pedestrian. Mm-hmm. That's from Richard Sherman who, of course, was a star in the league for years. So will be interesting, to see, be interesting to see what we're going to hear here in the next couple of weeks. How different this team's going to look, yeah. And, you know, we'll hear it all the way through the combine, and I'm sure he's not going to throw with the combine, but he'll have a pro day, and of everybody course. will have a pro day, yep. and we'll go nuts. This is just the beginning. It is just the beginning. Yeah. Coming up next, we will talk to the Capitals head coach, Spencer Carberry, right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. You can listen to us in Richmond on 910 The Fan. And we're streaming live on the Odyssey app. Wherever you may be, you can check us out on the TV side on the Monumental Sports Network. Brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. We'll be talking more about the big game later in the program, Chiefs against the 49ers. We learned our next guest is a 49ers fan. Mm -hmm. That's the head coach of your Washington Capitals, Spencer Carberry. He's presented by the Center for Advanced Orthopedics. More physicians, more locations, more advanced care centered around one thing you. Visit cfaortho.com. Coach Carberry, how did you become a 49ers fan growing up in Canada? That uh, goes back to uh, Joe Montana and Jerry Rice because a lot of um, where, where I grew up in the Northwest, there's a lot of Seahawks fans up in that area, that sort of Vancouver area uh, because of the proximity to Seattle. But I just, um, being a kid and watching Montana or, and uh, Rice and Roger Craig and Ronnie Lott, and that, that team just became my favorite. So it uh, has carried on through the years. That's well, good uh, root for a winner. Yeah, <laughs> must be nice. Horse. <laughs> must be nice. Will you be able to watch the game? Do you guys play on Sunday? We, we do play um, at home, traditional uh, Super Bowl game, but it's earlier in the day, so we'll uh, be able to watch it after. All right, good. Gotcha. All yeah. right, so, so all right, yeah. so how, before... how, how was your All Star break before we get into uh, mm-hmm. launching into the it, second half of the season? It was good. I'll tell you a funny story that correlates with the Niners. My family uh, got to spend a lot of quality time with the family so we went to watch the the 49er lion game uh down in florida and so we went into this restaurant we ordered some food and it was pretty busy and so the game comes on it starts first play like detroit detroit picks up a 12-yard gain or whatever it is the whole place erupts Uh look around and okay we've got a lot of michiganders or detroit uh lion fans in here so it was uh we ended up actually leave. I couldn't take it anymore because they were getting waxed, and and I just couldn't handle every, the cheering after every single play around us. So we just said, "Let's go. We're out of here." <laughs> That's funny. Nice. Did you walk into like a Lions bar? It, it was it was down in um, Orlando, so I think it's just a bunch of transient, probably people down there mm-hmm. on vacation traveling. So there's a lot of probably Midwesterners that were pulling for Detroit. Right. Gotcha. So, Coach, disappointing start uh, post-All-Star break. Drop a 5-2 decision at home to Montreal. During that first intermission last night, down 3 nothing in the locker room. Do you address the, te- the team, or do you lean on your vets to try to, you know, to get the guys to rally in the second and third when they know that they've turned into subpar first period? I, I address the group, and um, sometimes that's it's done in different ways. Sometimes it's... Uh, uh, you need to be a little bit more passionate and have a little bit more um, assertiveness. Sometimes it's just a, hey, here's what we need to do to turn this momentum. Sometimes it's a strategic X's and O's things that we got to make some adjustments. 
in that case there, um, just just not nearly good enough and up to our standard. And, and it uh, just tough. It's, it's not a lack of effort. Again, this is um, it's just we, we, we make some really, really um, uh, tough. And when I say tough, I mean really poor plays with the puck. Uh, throughout our, our lineup in key situations that just end up in the back of our net. And these aren't little, like you're going to turn the puck over, you're going to make little mistakes throughout a game. We just are um, making five or six massive, massive mistakes through uh, periods of time. And, and it's hard because guys are trying to do the right thing. There's a lot of young players or guys that are trying to establish themselves as NHL players and some guys that are trying to reestablish themselves um, and they're trying to make, do the right thing, but we just haven't been able to do it consistently, and that's uh, a big issue. Uh, we'll get to the off-ice portion, but Kuzi's not in the lineup, so that changes what you have on the ice. Fill us in on what that means on the ice before we talk about the off-ice stuff. Uh, it just... I mean, he's a big part of our team. He has been for a long time, and he's... Right plays in a lot of different situations, power play, penalty kill, uh, plays the center ice, which is the most important forward position. So it it um, puts us in an, in an even more difficult spot where we just don't have a lot of um, firepower through our lineup. And so that's okay. It, it, it means it's opportunity for other players to step up, but it just, just it makes it more challenging. When we go into games uh, now – Let's say there's five different things, goaltending, special teams, um, ability to generate scoring chances, uh, not turn the puck over. We need to check every single box to have success. It can't be four or five. can't be three or five, certainly. And if it's two or five, it's, it's going to be a really tough. We need to check all the boxes. Our goaltending needs to be good. Special teams needs to be good. Five on five needs to be good. We need to have 20 guys playing at a high level. If we only have 12, it, it's going to be a tough night. Yeah, and we know we know you can't speak much to the details of, of why he's in the NHL NHLPA player assistance program, but you kind of touched on the pragmatic side of it that that's a guy that counts seven point eight million dollars against your cap. That's not a guy that's just easily replaceable. Not a guy that you can just pluck uh, from Hershey or from somewhere else in the organization and replace the the sort of optimal production you would get from Kuzi. He wasn't giving you that, but like. You're expecting a certain level of play, and you're paying for a certain level of play, and it's just not there. Yeah, and and there's no uh, there's no beating around it. It's it's a it puts us in a difficult spot every every night um, when we go up against you know teams that have X Y Z and this player, this player, this player, this player, and you know two players like Nick Backstrom out for the year, and, and obviously now Kuzi. Uh, definitely puts us in a difficult situation did you feel like i know without I mean, obviously we want to respect everything but did you feel like there was something going on that you he wasn't locked in game after game or did it kind of take you by surprise uh i had no no idea no gotcha. inclination no clue um so there was nothing on my end right so what does that do to the roster depth chart kind of get into the um the specifics of what players are, are kind of stepping up now and taking his role. Yeah, so we recalled Mike Scarbosa to, to fill his role. Um, first time up from Hershey this year, veteran player that's played a lot of games, um, mostly in the in the minor leagues in the AHL, but has played some NHL games. So he gets an opportunity to come in and play in that third line center role, and hopefully uh, can take advantage of the opportunity. 
So, Coach, when you have to replace a goalie like you did last night, does that affect your decision for the Thursday game against Florida? Because in a perfect setup, Lindgren goes the whole way last night. Kemp stays fresh if he's the guy against the Panthers. Or are you you taking it from this vantage point that, hey, these guys just had eight days off for the All-Star break. They're going to be okay. So how does that work? Yeah, it's it's a it's a good um, point because there are sometimes that does come into account, especially in back to backs. Like you would probably leave someone um, in a little bit longer, uh, based on the fact that your other guy was going to go the next night, and you, you don't want to tax him or make him play a call it fifty minutes, two and a half periods, and then play the next night. So certainly in those situations, and even in um, some other times, if if you were through a heavy workload part of your schedule or you had played let's say you had a guy that played like four in a row and then he he's backing up the fifth you 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 may want to be a little bit more careful in those situations but for us coming out of the break to your point um that, that doesn't come into to play fatigue and, and wearing someone else so will be a uh, clean slate for uh for Thursday in Florida. So on a positive note, Ovi scores. And what a setup by Strom, right? I know that you want guys scoring on the doorstep, the the gritty, gutty type of goals. But Strom yeah. sees Ovi cruising in all alone. He spots him and delivers a perfect pass. Ovi gets to shoot into an open net. He's not going to score an easier goal all season. So that's one where you're, you, you just look at Strom and you're like, okay, I, I see what you're doing there. Ovi's wide open. Give him the pocket and you know, help, him, help him bury it in the back of the net. Yeah, and it's a good example, too. The step before Stromer is, I think, what we've tried to um, become a little bit more as we um, evolve as a team and as a, as a um, into the future of, of us being able to attack much more frequently. And so what you saw before that is Stromer's about to go out wide and he goes, uh-oh, I, I got to get back to the net. And then all of a sudden the D rips that thing. I think it was Mart. Marty Fay Arby rips it right away to the net. All of a sudden, it's on Stromer's stick, and now he's attacking, makes a heck of a play to O. But that's that attack mindset of getting um, to the interior a lot more often and delivering pucks and getting them to the inside. So it's good to see Sonny Milano back in a normal colored practice jersey this week. He hasn't played in the mm. game since December 10th. Can we expect him back in the game against Florida? What's the plan for him? I think he, he'll he'll take a little bit longer. He he is cleared for contact and I'm going to be a full participant in practices going forward, but I think it will be a little bit more than just, okay, one practice back and, and back into the lineup because he's been out for, for such a long period of time. Uh, I think he'll be a couple more practices. So we'll see about the road trip and see potentially if he's able to play in whether it's Florida, Boston, or coming back home against Vancouver. By the way, Cakes mentioned that Strom set up Ovi. You kind of put that line together, which I think you started the season with, right? Strom, Ovechkin, Tom Wilson. Should, are we, do we expect to see that here for the next several games? Yeah, I think we'll, we'll uh, stick with that. We're trying to find some continuity and some consistency with our lines and, and even – it's easy, right? When you when you struggle and, and when you're not scoring five on five, us as coaches, the easy solution is okay. Find something different, but I also think there's a negative effect to that too, to where things are moving around so frequently. So I think it's important to try to get a little bit of consistency there, so we can generate a little bit more um, chemistry within the line. And and they were really good last night, uh, by far our best line. 
Um, so we'll try to build off of uh, what they did last night and keep that uh, together. So, Coach, uh, coming out of the break, you know, we were talking about the game, kind of previewing the game yesterday on the show, and I just said, you know, it's, it's kind of a must win. Now, mathematically, it's not, but you guys have to put together a string of – I said you got to win five out of the first six coming out of the break just to get those points. How do you yeah. – and this is five straight losses, so how do you view the rest – you have 34 games left. How do you view the yeah. rest of the schedule? Is every night kind of a must win or at least a must get point type of game? Yeah, it, it, it is. Like our, I won't lie to you and, and tell you that um, we're not looking at it as every single game is, is essentially game seven for us of, of a playoff situation, and, and we have zero margin for error, and, and our guys know that. Our staff knows that. Um, we understand um, where we're at and what has to get accomplished from a big picture standpoint, but I think more so than that, we're – we're just really focused right now on, um, on, on one day. And I know that's really cliche, but it, it, it's, it's where we're at as a group individually and collectively is we're just, we're taking advantage of today's practice day and we're going to get a little bit better in a couple different areas individually. We're going to work on some skill stuff and then we're going to attack tomorrow on the Florida Panthers and find a way to um, exploit what they do or, or find a way to neutralize what they do and exploit what some of their weaknesses so it, it really is that mindset for our group and just getting better all the time everybody has that mindset and we're going to compete our butts off and um and then we'll do it again the next following day all right coach um best of luck turning this thing around and then enjoy the super bowl if you're looking for a niners place to watch the game you can always go to jason's house he's, he's also a niners, a niners fan yeah, yeah. you'd have coach over right of course but yeah uh, it's kind of a drive for you. A bit of a drive for you. <laughs> All right, Coach. Appreciate hey, bring the, the kids. Time. You can bring the kids. All right. Hang in Love there, it. Coach. Thank you. It's Coach Spencer okay, Carberry thanks, presented by the Centers for Advanced Orthopedics. More physicians, more locations, more advanced care centered around one thing. You visit CFAOrtho.com. So Jason's not on X. He doesn't have a Twitter account. No. But if you had Twitter yesterday, you would have seen what was trending. Was it all over the place yesterday? And it was Drake. Mm-hmm. And right, explain. Well, a 16-second video came out mm-hmm. of somebody who's allegedly Drake, and they've done some confirmations, I guess, because uh, it's some jet or something like that. There, Matching there's some tells. And all yeah, headboard things. matched yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Right. But... He has a missile. <laughs> so, but so how do we know he has a missile? It's What's Drake's he doing name. with he's, the missile? He's, he's, he's on his he's phone enjoying it. with one hand, and yeah. his other hand is somewhere else. <laughs> All right. And who else is in the on the jet? Who knows? Don't know. I don't even quite understand the vantage point. So somebody else is taking the video, or there's like a hidden camera in there. I don't understand the vantage and, point. And EB brought up a good point during the break, because, I mean, it's... It's a show. <laughs> well, it's actually. I mean, it almost. If I was a woman, I think I'd be terrified of something like that. It's 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 unbelievable. Well, I assume it's a woman. And so that's some people thought with them. maybe it's AI or just somebody maybe trying to score some money. Like maybe somebody was on the jet and like it's, snuck a video and they no, think they can sell it. It's a mirror. Oh, it's he, a mirror shot. Yeah. Ah, I haven't he, studied it that closely. I looked at it for about three seconds. Yeah, it was he's holding. Out. He's holding his phone, and the, it, the video is the reflection of the, of mirror, the mirror shooting okay. back at him. Which actually kind of makes some sense because doesn't a mirror reverse your hands? Actually, I don't know if he's right-handed or left-handed, but I, felt, I think I in no the video, I, I saw it once. 
It seemed like he was left-handed there. Can you still see it, or is it gone? <laughs> like if you just I think type if in you Drake. go on Twitter, you'll find it. I, I saw it last night. I mean, honestly, if I was a woman, I'd be terrified of that thing. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I would be. And he was only like three. I mean, he wasn't even that sized. If also, that wasn't even full attention. I mean, it's. I mean, uh, he's yeah, probably. I, guess he, yeah, I he's, think. I think he's not a, in a mirror. He can't be a grower, cakes. He's uh, just full. He's like Tommy Lee. He's just a full blown. I think he makes Tommy Lee look really? tiny. What? Yes. <laughs> I, mean, that is I mean, I don't know. What I don't know. At least there. the first time it looked like a. I mean, a snake. <laughs> I mean, show. There's some actually, funny, I think goofy it's... videos of guys with like you know ten foot long socks. And they're, right. they're like <laughs> hilarious. It makes me wonder if it's fake. I yeah, I said, is it AI? Well, it... just or he has a prop, or he has like Could a be. boogie yeah. nights prop. Yeah, he's I mean, got. Uh, he's got the. Uh, well, did the he respond? Did he talk about it? He's yeah, kinda, he he posted on his Instagram story later after the, the internet was a buzz, saying the, <laughs> now the world finally gets to see what I got and stuff like that. It doesn't really look like a prop. I mean, he the, he's moving his hand all around. I mean, it looks like it's connected to his body. <laughs> right. right. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Right. But whatever. It's it is. It's actually gross. When when these tapes <laughs> I'm come out, grossed out. Let me that's ask you this. Gross. When these tapes come out, yeah. it does seem like the majority are guys who are holding. Uh, like, has there ever been a sex tape with the when the, with the dude and he's got? Well, I think a if you have a like a, a rom, you don't you don't really bring your camera. Out. <laughs> yeah. you don't let a camera anywhere. In, with, You're not yeah. trying to have it. Uh, yeah, you gotta leave him like Jeter. You gotta leave him yeah. at the front door, right? If you if you got a rom in your pants. You're not letting it. Actually, I don't know. Like, and Rom um, still loves a, the segment because he's, yeah. he's, he's the getting sex up. tapes. All right, Featured. so you got Tommy Lee was way back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's packing. Sure. Um, Hulk Hogan, I don't really remember. Oh, <laughs> you oh, gotta watch Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, Hulk Hogan was running wild. Was it? Hulk had a Louisville slugger. Hulkamania is running wild. Who else is out there with these? Ray J. Ray J. Ridiculous. The only one was there. Dwight Howard. Huh? Dwight, Dwight Howard was—he's got like a weird like. Well, there was might a, be a woman or was there a video. So there's a sex. I don't tape. know if there's a video. I think Greg Odin, which I mean makes sense. I mean, seven foot. Odin, yeah. <laughs> I always heard that um, Shaq wasn't that. Uh, you've always heard that. Well, I guess Vince Neil didn't Vince Neil have one. I don't think he's like some superstar. I don't, I don't there. remember Vince Neil having a sex tape. I'm I sure remember, he does. I, I think, remember um, there's a there's a legendary adult film star that I've been told <laughs> that was it wasn't that sort of uh, you know huge. <laughs> I believe his name was Randy Spears. Oh, yeah. He made you feel normal. Yeah, he had a normal. I think I'm maybe it was Randy know, West. Oh, Randy West. Randy yeah. West. See, I'm telling you. I I, you Randy get, West was you're normal. You're getting old. Yeah. You <laughs> no, Randy West was normal. Who yeah. was Randy Spears? Maybe that He's was, another guy. No, He's kind of a funny looking I guy. I think Randy but. Spears was. He might have been. He I was. He put Randy West. I don't know West. how you remember <laughs> that. By the way, Ron Jeremy, former Junkies guest we had in studio. is He's a loser. He's literally been. He's just confined to a mental prison or whatever they won't even he can't even face charges all right he's like mentally incompetent i I know we never have women call in but we should throw it out there if 
You've seen the Drake video. Nobody's going to call in. Would that terrify you or would it entice you? 800-636-1067. If we get one, you'll be entertained. Yeah. Right? 800-636-1067. Women never call. There's not going to be one woman that wants to broach that topic. A bunch of women. A bunch of women were chiming in on Facebook congratulating us for finishing number two. <laughs> They're not going to want to chime in on that. Mm. Just I, use a fake name. I mean, use a fake name. Uh, it'd be awesome, but I, I'm I'm going to speak for most and say they'd probably be terrified. I mean, it, was, it looks like an elephant's trunk. <laughs> if we showed that picture to our wives, I think the collective response would be "Ooh, right." Yeah. <laughs> Right. Drake in the horse contest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you could have won Big that winner. Thing. Yeah. Life, Hands down winner. Life really isn't fair. I mean, I think Rod Stewart sang a song, Some Guys Have All the Luck. Yeah. I mean, Smash. He, he's a great actor, yeah. good looking, billionaire. Right. He's got a, just, a, a, just a missile in his <laughs> yeah. pants. I mean, I mean, it's just, just not fair. Can something go wrong for Drake? Yeah. Please. That's something? what a lot of people were Nothing tweeting. major. Just like something. a minor inconvenience. <laughs> uh, some sort of speed bump. That thing's outrageous. Can he get a tax lien put against him? Something? Have you seen it, Cakes? I've not seen it. But I'm, I don't want to see it. What, I, I can imagine what he's holding. A serious yeah. TV show, Cakes. I just want to see his reaction. Can I, see? All right. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to feel worse. I'm just going to feel worse all day. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to feel great when I see this video. Hey, something about hooking it in a PJ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's doing it. He's in a golf stream. Cakes, want to watch his reaction. It's not even that size. Yeah. It's not even fully size. Yeah. It's outrageous, right? No, it's an outrage. This is an outrage. Congressional inquiry. We need some sort of investigation is it any, here. It is, it's just a great angle. I don't know. You can take a lot of angles with my junk. It ain't going to look like that. I can tell you that for certain. You're not getting any women to call in. No, it's probably probably a grass. No, no, no. <laughs> It'll probably be another dude. It'll call be a bunch in. of guys calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah guys I just feel terrible about myself after seeing the right. Drake video. Right. It, it's <laughs> it's just kind of gross, man. Sorry, but that Sorry. was the reaction I saw of a lot of people on Twitter. Like the stuff that went viral is, yeah, he's he's got all this money, he's got all this success, and he has mm-hmm. just <laughs> a he's got a monster base, a baseball bat in his pants. <laughs> I do like though that even Drake sometimes is desperate enough to uh, to leak video of himself. No, 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 to have to um, take care of himself. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like, think about he, it. Like <laughs> yeah. Drake has to do that sometimes. Yeah. Drake could have any woman in the world. Yeah. Well, he probably does. He looks like he's barely even. He's just kind of he's toying with it. He's not being serious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think he's being serious. I think he's just toying with it. I think yeah. he's probably if I, if that's video's real, and I don't know if it is, but if that video is real, he's just teasing some chick up with it. He's not even. You don't think he ever does that? Maybe. I, I think, think he, he needs, does it. I don't think he needs. Sure. To. I think I'm with you. I don't think he needs to. I think he's teasing some chick. <laughs> and she's probably she probably drove right over, or she blocked his number, depending on her reaction. I mean, he's he's doing that on his custom 185 million dollar private jet oh. that's named Air Drake. <laughs> like you're you're right, Drab. Life's not fair. Just think about that. A jet. <laughs> It's one hundred and eighty-five million. Yeah, I think I've, shoot, so I've seen him like shoot baskets and you know shoot some air balls. I mean, if you're looking for something negative, that makes you feel better. I mean, if you're looking for something negative, yeah, you know, open gym. Him, I, you, know. you know what? Him being bad at basketball would be a that would I'm be not a victory. Terrible, that would be but... a victory for the rest of us.
if that oh, were the right. case. He was a child yeah. actor too, right? Yes. A Nickelodeon kid. Yes, correct. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. It's crazy, dude. Also, private jet makes you think it's like one of those marquees or whatever. Right. It's a 767. It's, a, it's like a jumbo jet. <laughs> well, oh, he's like John Travolta. Imagine his jumbo It's bigger. He needs a jumbo. Everything oh, it's not a Gulfstream. Yeah. No, it's, it's not a 12-seater. Yeah. 180 million. I don't even know what he would need. Like, why would he need that? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. that makes sense because a Gulfstream. He, he just can have Kentucky it. practiced at his gym. Think about that. John Calipari brought the team over, and they practiced in his gym. I mean, can can something come out like that? He's his home like, gym. That like he's Millie Vanilli, and he's not really even singing on his tracks. Something, <laughs> something should go wrong for this person. I mean, you can't just always get pocket aces dealt to you every single time. <laughs> you sit down at a poker table, can you? I don't know the ins and outs of it, but he used to be with Rihanna, right? I don't know. Yes. So yes. I think that could be the one thing going against Drake is the <clears throat> narrative is that she broke up with him oh, and he was heartbroken. Oh, boo-hoo. He, he <laughs> banged Rihanna and then right. now he's moved on. He you just day. said name sorry, something. Sorry, he, sorry, he had a tough day. He slayed a thousand <laughs> other chicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boo-hoo. <laughs> So stupid. Like, that's a big negative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I banged Rihanna, and now I'm on to the next thousandth chick. It is funny, though. And the like, Raptors suck now. Remember when, like, Fred Durst had his phone hacked or whatever? Yeah. He didn't have anything. Was he? It wasn't, like, humiliating, yeah. right? It was, like, fine. Yeah, I think it was. I think there was. Definitely video of him pwning at least yeah. at least one check uh, on the video. Portnoy. Did you ever find Portnoy's vid whenever that was it. out? I've seen it. Yeah. How, how was that something to be embarrassed by or looked average? Average. <laughs> what was he doing in the? He was, was there another check. There's another check in it. I guess allegedly he's into like some kinky stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Or Dustin Diamond. Mm. He released his own. So he probably. Is he dead? Yeah, he's he's dead. dead. Yeah. He's been dead for a couple of years. How did he die? Didn't he do a solo tape? Oh, he no. did. Yeah, he was in or like some... the bathtub. He was in a bathtub. Ooh, that's How did so Dustin hurting. Diamond die? Can't remember. He's no longer with Is us. Is that like a drug overdose? Mm. Uh, I'll have to look it up. Can't remember. I'm going to look it up right now and tell you. God. Dustin Diamond, he passed on February 1st, 2021. So it's been, what, basically right. three years. Carcinoma. Oh, cancer. Big casino got him. Did, oh. did, I, did Brett Michael was he holding? That's what uh, I was. Maybe I, I was confusing. He's my guy. I hope so. I don't <laughs> think he was holding. You think he was but, average. I I don't think he was that average. Yeah, mm. uh, I'm gonna look it up now. Maybe he, that's what I was thinking instead of Vince Neil. Brett I mean, Michaels. Brett Vince Neil had one too, though. I think with Tommy Lee. He's probably or not been Tommy with, Lee with uh, Pamela <laughs> Anderson or whatever. He's probably okay. been with like five. No, no. I women. think it's Brett Michaels was Pamela Anderson. I think Vince Neil. Well, Vince Neil has a, a tape out there too. At least he did 20 years ago. Hmm. Pretty sure. But I don't think that's with Pam Anderson. If you say so. It sounds like you know better than me. <laughs> All right, hold on. I got to see Brett Michaels. <laughs> Penis? <laughs> sex tape. Okay. Sex that's tape. my guy. Yeah. That's my guy. I love me some Brett Michaels. Yeah, he did one with uh, Poison's uh, Brett Michaels. Yeah, who was the co-star of the tape? Uh, Pam, Pam Anderson. Oh, Pam Anderson was... Man, she's oh. all over the place. Yeah. How old is she now? 55? Has to be in her mid-50s, mid to late 50s, I would guess. Yeah, she still looks pretty good, though, to be 56. honest. 56. Hmm. Yeah, I can't find it. The images have been scrubbed from the internet, it looks like. 
Oh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, the internet never forgets. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Well, anyway, I guess I guess at the end of the day, you know, you always wonder, like, how would you react to something like that? I guess if you're Drake, I mean, there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? I guess if he was like, if he had a ROM, he would be, he would say it was AI or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right, <laughs> have but, to come up with some sort of excuse. But because everyone is just sort of their jaws hitting the floor, uh, <laughs> it's like good, even though it's I, kind of embarrassing. I found a I found a list of the five worst sex tapes. Okay. Yeah. Five rocker sex tapes. Yeah. Number five, Gene Simmons. Ooh, I oh, didn't really? Know he has, one. He, he has said one? he kept kept his clothes on. Oh, he did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> number That's four. Number four is Brett Michaels. Oh, I knew that was a bad one. Sorry, Brett. Mm. Uh, he said it was boring. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> sounds sounds kind of boring. Uh, three, Fred Durst. We're all over this, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Fred Durst. They're all over the remember mentioned. Fred Durst's. Uh, it was labeled unimpressive. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So, so this think. is about his package, not just the, yeah. the action. Number two, Vince Neal. Oh, Vince, a lot See? of hair, hair metal guys on this list. <laughs> we said this is a rocker list. Right. Yeah. And number one was uh, Kid Rock. Oh, really? The kids got <laughs> Bob one? Bob Ritchie? Bob yeah. Ritchie has one? Is he also with Pam Anderson? Uh, hold on. <laughs> Did you remember that yeah. one? He was married to her I mean, for a bit. Whoa, apparently it's Kid Rock and Scott Staff. They're on a tour bus together. What? Oh, my God. From Creed? <laughs> Creed's touring this summer, by the way. With I think with Three Doors Down. I think that's not going to be a show with just chock full of hits, Jason. Let's go. I mean, I would definitely go. All right. I've got, I found um, Vince Neil's sex tape. Wasn't that hard? Yeah. We have no filter here. <laughs> yeah. Zero filter. I'm on, I'm on the raunchiest site I ever. Am, uh, I am perusing from over here. I can confirm. Anyway, Drake would not be on that list. No. Of no, the unimpressive. No. <laughs> Although it's unimpressive, he's by himself. Is that, is that, can you really call it a sex tape if you're by yourself? Yeah, yeah not really. And I think it was only like 10 seconds or something like that. I mean, you can't tell. I mean, he's doing his thing. <laughs> can't really tell. All right, there you go. Just watch something horrible. <laughs> All right, this is going to be a tough pivot. It's your buddy Cakes here. Are you looking for the best seat in the house or your office, maybe your home office? It's time for you to ditch that beat-up chair for a new one like the one I'm sitting in. Before you're riding the bench with a back injury, look no further than PVI Office Furniture. They are in Frederick, Maryland. PVI has an enormous selection of furniture. Check it out today. In their showroom on Monroe Avenue in Frederick. At PVI, you can expect triple play service. What does that mean? It means it's fast, affordable, and customer focused. Hit a home run with PVI. Visit PVIPVI.com. That's PVIPVI.com. Business grows with PVI. Coming up later in the program, we'll talk to Solomon Wilcox, former Bengals safety, hosts the opening drive on Sirius XM <clears throat> NFL radio. He'll jump on at 8. 25. We also have tickets to give away to Rob Zombie in concert, as well as the Pixies and Modest Mouse. So stay tuned for your chance to win those. Um, I thought this was a funny story. Valdez, tell me when you have the audio ready. He actually has the audio ready. Mm -hmm. So we've had botches in the history of the show. I can't remember who it was. Who did we have on the show? It was my botch. I think I know where you're where going here. I mentioned his column, and it was another, another writer. Bob Ryan. It was Bob, Bob Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. So we had Bob Ryan from the Boston Globe <laughs> on the show, and I had Googled Bob Ryan, and he and the, this was not Bob Ryan from the Boston Globe, and I read the column on the internet, <laughs> and then I mentioned it, and Bob Ryan from the Boston Globe was like, I didn't write that. And yeah. It happened to be a, a different, different Bob Ryan, yeah. sports writer yes. named Bob Ryan. 
Well, this happened on WFAN as they booked Randy Moss on the show Mm -hmm. and the boys on Boomer and Geo were excited to talk to the Hall of Fame wide receiver. Right. Mm. Listen what to is what Randy Moss promoting, by the way, Al? Do you, do you know? It's something having to do with horse racing. <laughs> really? He's very into horse racing. Hmm. Are, are you sure this is the right, this, the, yeah. not this the other Randy, Randy Moss, Moss? the wide receiver, not Randy Is there another Randy Yes. Moss? There's a... The horse racing There's an Randy announcer, Moss. Randy Moss, who is into horse who racing. Who is into horse racing? Please tell me that's fake. That, I, no, that would no. be so awesome. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! Oh no, because they no. said I saw in the request that Randy would like to talk about blah blah blah. Also, anything NFL related, I'm a I'm a double check that. Or maybe the Randy Moss, who is the sports announcer or the horse racing announcer. He also he used to work for the NFL yeah. Network. Come on! I swear to God, yes. how's that possible? <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, Jesus. This is horrible. I, this Jesus. is what Mark Chernoff's talking about. <laughs> you know, lazy ass. This, I You're mean, not I, following, doing any follow through. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining because we have a great setup and everything is great, but I can't catch a break when it comes to some of this stuff, right? Like, Dua Leap is in New York when we're out here. I think we're getting Randy Moss. We're getting the white Randy Moss. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, come on. on. It's not even that Just funny. wanted to check to see if you would be interested in. Current NBC Sports broadcaster and former NFL Network broadcaster and reporter. That's right. That's you booked the white Randy Moss. Oh, my God. You idiot. I think we actually had that Randy Moss maybe one time. I remember had him on a couple times. Yeah. When he was with the NFL Network. Yeah. He's actually good. No, we have we have him on the talk horse yeah. race. Yeah, right. He comes on the talk horse race. He's always good. He's always I mean, covering I, I the could Kentucky Derby. Him. I know who he is. I know exactly. Bald guy. I know exactly. When who he is. I saw that, I laughed because it did make me think of my Bob Ryan botch. And I think we have had <laughs> others in the history of the show. Sure. I remember That's pretty Kevin. bad. Where was Kevin the botch when we had stuff. Michael K. Williams on? Dude. It was Kevin, right? <laughs> yeah, you got Kevin. the wrong Kevin dude. Bonds. I have that here somewhere. I can. R.I.P. I always have a heart. He yeah. R.I.P. to him. He thought it was who did he? He thought it was just another. Actor. I thought it was just a, another actor in a, like an action movie. Yeah, yeah. Do you hear how quiet it was though? There's part of the reason we we're not going to the Super Bowl you is when you're on a morning dude. show <laughs> and you end up on Radio Row. Is I think that where Radio they were Row is like Row? I think it's a shell of what it used to well, be. Plus, like, it's so quiet in the mornings. Yeah, yeah. In the like Boomer and Geo are doing a morning show, and it sounds it sounds like a ghost. Well, town. The last one we were at was it Indy? The last. Super Bowl, we Indy sounds right. Maybe Dallas. Is Whatever it was, I, I just remember two. being there. And, yeah, I mean, there was, I don't know, 10 or 12 other shows going on, but nobody, you know, no one's there. All I know is we had, we had pretty crappy luck when it came to weather for the Super Bowl trips. Yes. Because the first one we went to was in Atlanta. That mm. was an ice storm. Ice storm, mm. That was the Rams-Titans Super Bowl where right. Kevin Dyson was a yard short at the end. Then... Dallas had like an ice and snowstorm. They didn't know what to do. And Indy, it snowed too. Like we just bad luck. Now well, we, were we also in, went to Miami a couple times. We went, we went to, to Miami. San Diego. Sure, we had we had yeah, some good ones. Yeah. And, and when we went to Michigan, like it we went, went to the, Detroit. The weather wasn't terrible there, but it was. Yeah, but we were staying forty five minutes outside of Detroit. Livonia, yeah, Livonia, Michigan was awful. Never forget it. Well, here's what I'm drawn by, and I don't mean to be a jerk, but. That show is allegedly ranked higher than us by 58 uh, uh, industry executives. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Not feeling it? Not feeling nope. that ranking? Nope. 
Telling you. But hey, number two is not so, not so bad. Silver uh, medal, silly. We're on the podium. We're up on the podium. And like you yeah. said, if somebody docks off or retires, we, <laughs> what do you know, mean? we, we move in. Well, that's kind of why we've moved up. Like, right? People, Some people have retired. Been fired. Just longevity. I'll be honest with you. Most of those shows I don't even recognize. Well, no, anymore. Cataldi retired, and, yeah. and Toucher and Rich broke up. Right. Right? Yeah. That's why we <laughs> hey, moved that up. that paved the way for us. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, but These I mean, things that, happen. That Boomer show has is, is been together with that guy for a couple years, hey, right? Hey, Boomer. Because he w- did work with Carton, and Carton quit. Um, well, Carton went to jail, <laughs> yeah. and then they replaced him with Geo, and then they didn't move Carton back. Right. Well, that, that show sucked. <laughs> I'm just amazed by his voice. I don't think it's that good. You his heard, voice you sounds like he has a frog in his throat all yeah, the time. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah. Right? What? Boomer would do the, he does the, the minutes here, and he yes. always sounds like he has yeah. a frog in his throat. He does, yeah. Mm. I'm, right. He's got a crazy, awful voice. You Is know he what still I, on this, the desk for the CBS pregame yes, halftime show? he does one oh, of yeah. those. That's how does, little yeah. I pay attention to that show. I don't even know. Yeah, there's a hundred guys on that desk. I know. I know there's a lot of guys. Drab, for some reason, I can't punch up this article that you put in about Mike Vrabel, but I saw the Diana Rossini report. Yeah. Is, yeah. is that the exact same reason that the commanders never considered him? No. So supposedly no, no. an owner said that no, it was a GM. Or a GM said that one of the reasons Vrabel wasn't getting Another gig was when owners meet him face to face. Right, they're intimidated by his size. They listed him at like six four two six. He's he's, yeah, the, I mean, he's he, a big dude. Vrabel's the Drake's hog of NFL head coaches. Hmm. People are intimidated by his size. Dan Quinn's a big dude. Didn't Dan intimidate Josh Harris. Dan Campbell's a big dude. I, I think dude. that's a, cr- yeah. a preposterous. No, report. I think there might be something to it. I do think that the, uh, I could see like well, a little guy being. But a, I don't think it would. I don't think it would. Dissuade them from hiring him to be I the agree coach. With, I agree. Like but I, that, but it, I could see somebody being really, intimidated. Really going to come down to well, I'd love to hire this guy, but he's a, a big burly guy, and I'm kind of scared of him. So I'm well, not maybe if you're a guy him. like Dan Snyder, and I know he's out of the league, but and you like to just kind of like bully your coaches. Maybe it's harder maybe. to bully a I big, mean, big dude. Possibly. Like I don't know. Well, everyone's going to be bigger than Dan Snyder, <laughs> right? Or Josh Harris for that. What What's point. the What's the reason? The reason uh, that the, they're the saying that Vrabel didn't get it, that, and it's from the Rossini article. Mm-hmm. It says the Commanders passed on Vrabel because of Titans general manager Rand Carthon. Mm-hmm. He fired Vrabel. Adams P- Adam Peters was not going to hire the coach that his good friend just fired. That's how this business works sometimes. Oh, okay. mm. I believe that. I believe that. It seems like a weird a weird reason to just. Well, they're Exclude boys. a guy. Well, like, if they're boys, they're like, if your best friend fires somebody, right. you're probably not going to hire him. I yeah. wonder if Carthon fired Vrabel just because the owner said, you got to get rid of him. Because she was pissed off that... about all the things he was saying right. about being a Jet or being a Patriot. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that be. was part of I it. Remember, I remember that report because the fans were upset by it. Yeah. The fans were upset by it. Well, those fans need to get over it. Those fans need to live in the real world. Grant Paulson yeah. tweeted out some nuggets <clears throat> from an Albert Breer article, and it pointed out that Mayhew, Martin Mayhew, was part of kind of the interview process. Mm-hmm. And it says Quinn's interview at the Four Seasons was in Georgetown, kicked off at 730 with Peters, Spielman, and Mayhew. And they said, and according to them, according to Breer, they say that they saw a coach shot out of a cannon, feeling Quinn's passion for his work, his excitement about the commander's job in particular, and how the mutual connections between the football folks in the room created a natural chemistry 
when Peters and Quinn went one-on-one, the GM marked down that this was someone he'd want to work with. Mm -hmm. Good first impression. And then it said Washington's party of five, okay, which included Spielman and included Martin Mayhew. It said boarded for Detroit, and they found out over the in-flight Wi-Fi on X (laughs) that Johnson had pulled out of their search, Ben Johnson. Minutes later, a text that the Lions OC sent at 1245 to inform the team his decision came through. So after landing in Michigan, they had that interview with Aaron Glenn, who they liked, but I guess they were just blown away by Quinn. Dan Quinn. So the Martys are staying on? I think through the draft. I, 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 I think Mayhew may end up on the staff. I think he said something like he doesn't anticipate any changes before the draft. Man, that's a lot of people up there. You just, it is. It's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. I mean, you got both Martys. you got Peters. Decision. you got I, Spielman. you I got Myers. I can understand keeping them in place through the draft. And They've then been once, scouting. Yeah, once the draft is done, then you can just well, figure you can out who you want to Well, they weren't that good at, at scouting the last four years. Maybe I think would, Spielman and Myers are going to be done. Like Myers may end up having a position, some sort of consulting sure position with position. organization. He's going to be wherever he – but yeah. he'll be somebody he can call. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah. Spielman's not going to be part of decision-making now. His job was to help right. hire the head coach and hire the GM. Right. That's done. His job's right. done. And, but I think it does make sense because these guys have already done the scouting, and then they can see their quality of work, right? And then, you know, you're going to have different guys making the call. Right, and Peters can can look at their scouting reports. If he disagrees, he can pivot away from them. Of course. Like, he doesn't have to just be in lockstep. Sure, he's got some of his with guys, too. Sure, yeah. he's going to have some of yeah. his guys. It's fine. And, it, and, and Not worried about that one iota. It is. I think it is kind of interesting that the Martys haven't been told to see it wouldn't want to be you. But I can also understand why you would want to hey, lean on them a little bit. It's just more information. According to Breer, each of the candidates were graded in five categories mm-hmm. or in a number of categories. I think it's actually six. Leadership, mm-hmm. intelligence, communication, mm-hmm. ability to build a staff, honesty and integrity, and consistency of personality. Mm-hmm. And Quinn did the best in all of them, allegedly? Mm. Who knows? I think that going in, they really targeted Johnson, but I'm not convinced that Johnson blew them away. I'm not. Maybe they liked Johnson before they started interviewing guys, and then when they finally met Quinn, they said... Exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, or, that's or, the guy. And, But I'm not convinced that Quinn was there, can't miss or had to have it, because they did let him go. And he could have talked to other people. Yeah. But I do think they liked him. But if you Absolutely. take the story at, at, at his word, Peters <laughs> immediately said that's somebody that... I could John work knows with. This is somebody I could work with. I believe that, but that doesn't and, mean and it's, I have to work right. with him. Right. He might have been able to work with Aaron Glenn as well. Right. Exactly. But they just like Quinn a little bit better. Listen, I think the way it's setting up, the, the setup is fine. Now they just have to execute. Coming up a little bit later in the show, we will preview the Super Bowl with Solomon Wilcox. Keep it here. So got the big game this weekend, the Super Bowl Chiefs. Action underdog against the San Francisco 49ers. What's in the current Super Bowl. line? One and a half. Our big game coverage on 1067 The Fan Actually, is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. It kind of depends on where you're looking, but on FanDuel this morning, it's two and a half. Did you guys see? Um, it's just like a rumor, but when they had their first media day, there were rumors swirling that Kyle Shanahan was buzzed 
when he was answering some of the questions. Oh, I had not heard that rumor. And then I watched a video that somebody put together. I was like, he kind of did slur his words a little bit. <laughs> Couple times, could yeah, he? Be, could, a couple of beers. Would you be? I kind of would be shocked if he had a couple of pops. Would seem on doing pretty, media un, day. That pretty unprofessional. What time was that? What time was he answering questions? I saw some of them. He was talking about Dan Quinn, but he didn't. He didn't I, look buzzed to me. I wouldn't expect Kyle Shanahan to go to media day at the Super Bowl with a few drinks in him. I think that would that would surprise me. Mm-hmm. If that were the case, I, I, I would be surprised. I, in fact, I would say he has a problem if that happened. Yeah, I don't know. I, I watched the video and it was like, you know, internet sluice. They put it out there like, was he buzzed? And then you see him slurring a couple words. But By the way, just real quick, I don't want to de- de- detract the conversation from the Super Bowl and the betting and all this. But are you allowed? We went to dinner last night and I had a roadie and my wife was driving. Are you allowed to have an open container drink in a car when your wife's driving? I, I think it varies by jurisdiction, but I'm, yeah. I'm going to say it's probably frowned I don't, upon. I don't know. I'm going to guess mainly you're frowned just a upon. Passenger. I, I don't know. Don't know the answer. Okay. I'm going to guess in Montgomery County, probably, probably. Break, breaking the law. Yeah. Jason's okay. favorite Judas Priest song. <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> you were in Montgomery County, right? Uh, I was for a bit, and then I drove into what is it, Fairfax County? Was it now? Was it in a red solo cup? Was it in like a can? I actually what was got, the... I had a red solo cup that I acquired from somewhere else. It's, yes, it was in a red solo. It's cup. A, it looks mm. like it's illegal actually, in Maryland. Yeah, illegal. Actually, it wasn't a red solo cup. No, that's not true. It was a little. It was a. It was a. It was a cocktail glass. Okay, I, I'm I'm wrong about that. Mm. What what were you glass? Say again. Said so you brought a glass in the car. Yeah. Well, my wife is driving. Uh, old fashioned. I, Virginia does not have a law that it, that prohibits passengers in a vehicle from, from having, having open drink. containers. But so in Maryland, they Virginia do. looks like it's makes sense. Yeah. So I'm assuming you're gonna have some drinks during the Super Bowl. I'm going to Super Bowl party. I don't mm-hmm. know how many people are going to Super Bowl parties, but uh, this story what highlights time will you go to the, the party? amount of betting. Five. Um, you know what? I don't pay that much attention to like the evites. Mm-hmm. I think my wife said though, and it, it did strike me. That maybe the Evite said something like doors open at five. Doors, doors at five. Yeah. What are you going like, to a concert? I know. <laughs> no, no. You should pull up at six thirty-five. As soon as they're done singing the anthem, plop down, watch the kick. Yeah, but in a situation like that, and I don't know how many people are coming over. I know some of the people that are going to be there, uh-huh. but I think you kind of want to get there early before the game and do some socializing. If you're like me, who actually wants to watch the game, yeah. yeah. Sarah Donks, like, I mean. One of my good friends, he's from Italy. He doesn't yeah. care at all about the Super Bowl. You're going to watch about 30% of the game. No, I think I I'll guess. watch more of it. Mm. All right, so I'm, I'm not drinking right now, so it's not like I'm going to be but doing the more like the drinking people that are around, the more chances there are for distraction mm. and taking you away. Like, because some people during the game, they don't care. They'll just keep talking, they'll keep trying to continue the conversation when all you want to do is focus on the I haven't been game. to a Super Bowl party in years. I haven't been to one in a while either. Yeah, but I'm on a diet right now. Like, I can't even. If you pay me, it's a different story. (laughs) I'd love to go to one. I can't even enjoy all the stuff that's going to be there. Mm. Well, I'm looking at the various prop bets, and, you you know, we're big FanDuel guys. And talk about the Tay Tay prop bets. Okay, uh, before I get to that, I want to. So I know Mm. the coin toss. That's just like a silly one to me. I don't know why people do that. I know the Gatorade color, which I joke about. That's also kind of silly, but I kind of get it. The national anthem is, you know, the length of the national anthem. I get that. I think they've done a lot of research on Gatorade. this one. Is it? Is and, it usually an under? Is and it, I think that, who's singing it? Is it Reba McIntyre? I think it's Reba. Like 
And I think some, what some what they did is they found all of Reba's previous national anthem renditions, uh-huh. like on YouTube or whatever, and they analyzed it all. And I, and then the, they compared over? it to the number. I think it's under. I okay. think. Um, but then MVP award, I get that. I don't understand. What is the bet on the halftime show? Is that the length of the halftime show? Maybe that's what it is. I would assume. Maybe that. Maybe is it just Usher, or is there going to be some? So I'll have guests. some guests. I don't know. I'm sure, like Lil John will appear. Who does Yeah with him? Isn't it Lil John Usher? I'm not. A, I don't have a big file on Lil John. To be honest with you, I think there's a third rapper in the mix. Did Lil John do <clears throat> Brett's party? I think he did. Right? Didn't he do Sup Dogs? Yeah, he was one of the the guest DJs. Very I just good. don't have a big file on him. I don't know why. What's the biggest Taylor Swift prop bet? Is it just what she's going to wear, or is it? Is she going to wear a jersey or not? I mean, what is the? I don't know. Drabby, what's the biggest prop the bet for her? Prop bets. Yeah, the one I mean, she's definitely going to wear red. The one that will get the most action is how many times they'll show her. Right, for sure. Uh huh. What do you think? It's over. I guess kind of, six and a half. That sounds like a great number. Six and a half. I'm going to go under. What kind of what depends? Is it from when the game right, starts ten, or pregame? Or ten wacky bets? I would guess. Yeah. Let me punch him up. I've got an article here with the 10 wacky bets. Will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift on field after the game? Okay. I no want chance. all the action on no chance. What's no is minus 3,000. Right. Ugh. Plus uh, uh, 1,060 for yes. I mean, there's a, by the way, it's impossible <laughs> for more this relationship to work. Right? I'll put a How dollar. I'll put a dollar. On what? Yeah. On oh, yes, I'll put a sure. dollar. Why not? Well, of course. That's a draft bet. Super yeah. long shot. Will shots. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift announce their first pregnancy at the Super Bowl? I mean, just, right, what is this is on BetUS. What is that? Minus plus 10,000. Plus 850? What is it? But it was, what is it? Minus? Uh, it doesn't show here. Okay. Probably These about the bet same. BetUS bets. Will Taylor Swift be seen crying if the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl, she might cry either way. Yes, it's plus pro- 600. She'll probably cry if they win or lose. God. Then there are I a couple of political <laughs> ones here. Oh. Will Taylor Swift endorse Joe Biden after the game? That's no plus 1,000. <laughs> There's no chance she's going to do that. And then right. will Donald Trump mention Swift on True Social February 11th? That's no <laughs> minus 500. Yes, plus 300. I mean, I, I might. I, I might that that actually yes. might happen. What do you think? He might do it? He might. I mean, Just take a shot at her because she's a big Biden guy. <laughs> well, just he's not gonna, He's not going to hype her up. No, no, of course not. Yeah. How yeah. many times will Taylor Swift be shown on camera during the CBS the Super number? Bowl telecast? The over five and a half times Ooh, you're is right. minus 140. I'd close, say, Jason. Less is even. I would say over. Probably over. You mean from from the, from kickoff until the end? Yeah. It's also yeah. it's also maybe dependent on Travis Kelsey. Of course. 100%. I mean, no. if he has 10 catches and two 100%. touchdowns. You know, dependent on him. Uh, will Taylor Swift be seen mouthing a curse word during the Super Bowl I'm telecast? I'm going to go no. I think she learned Ooh. her lesson. Now yes, she's like, plus she, she did it before. She did it. Yeah. yeah, she did, did a let's effing go. Oh. And I think. Was there backlash? People were upset. I don't know if there's backlash. But being I mean, human. That, I mean, that everyone like says her. that. I, mean, sure. I don't get that. Right. I'm going to get. I'd put no on that one. All right. Will Taylor Swift's navel be shown on CBS? No. No, no chance. Right. Yes is plus 800. No is minus 2,500. <laughs> Nobody wants right. to see her dumb name. <laughs> Taylor Swift lipstick color at Super Bowl. I mean, it's minus 7,000 red. Red is yes. minus 1,800. Yeah. Any other color plus 700. Oh. Will That's she something w- you have in common with Tay-Tay. What? Love red. 
Your big we red both guy. love red, yeah. yeah. But I don't wear red lipstick. Will yeah. she wear a Kelsey jersey? Yes is plus 150, minus is, or no is minus 200. Has she no, wa- has she's she not wore- a jersey. She might wear one jer- of those Justine Jusic or whatever uh, outfits. <laughs> she's never worn a jersey, has she? She usually wears like retro, retro Chiefs yeah, gear. Yeah, like vintage mm-hmm. gear. I would say no on that. Like when Christian Okoye was playing for the Chiefs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got the silly Chiefs Priest Holmes jersey. Oh, you st- hold on. You still have that? What would I do with it? Give it away. <laughs> give it to Goodwill. I'm going to give it away. I gave away my I old like Ray it. Lewis jersey, and I think somebody's living in it currently. Because it was that big. Oh. It was the biggest jersey Used for a parachute. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I the, find it amusing that Bickle has like so much animosity for her. Like, I, yeah, it's, it's like it's out of nowhere. It's just a, it's a Do relevant. you have the same animosity for like Ariana Grande or other pop stars? I know she's no. number one. I well, if she used was... to like her. Taylor? Yeah. I like some of her music. I definitely, I'll admit that I like some of her music. It's just too much. That's all. If it was Grande dating Kelsey, he'd be anti-Grande. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Um, she's also a big Democrat. Who? They all are. Tay-Tay. Yeah. I know. They all are. Right. That's why you don't like her. <laughs> no, she'd be whatever she wants. She'd be whatever she wants. Yeah, she's free a country. country. She has freedom. Free country. Be whatever you want. Um, I mean, it's not like she's wearing a Joe Biden shirt at the games. <laughs> I agree. For people to get that riled up about her politics. Oh, people do. I mean, yeah. I know. I see the, 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 the conspiracies out there or whatever. That's a plant. Right, that it's a plant couple. Stuff. I don't think it's a fake relationship. <laughs> no, nobody actually believes it's that, a psyop. I don't think so. <laughs> People who believe the NFL put them together for conspiracy are stupid. Well, they're, they're, no, I don't think it's a conspiracy. You know why? Kelsey's spit game on no, his I, podcast. I have friends that tell me that. Because the no. NFL is popular enough on its own. No, it, now, it, it adding Taylor helps, but they're, they're doing okay. Props to Travis Kelsey. He spit game on his podcast. Yep. And then I think his brother initially made fun of him because Kelsey said that he was trying to meet Taylor mm-hmm. Swift. And then a week or two later, she mm-hmm. got wind of it, and then they went out on a date. And but I, I'm just a lot thinking, of people question whether it was real or not. Seems pretty real at this point. I think it's real, but I don't think there's any way it can survive. She's way too famous. He's way too. Fa- I just don't see it. there's any way possible. She churns through boyfriends. She churns through she's, boyfriends. She's been like, through thirty relationships. He probably does the same yeah. on his end. Yeah, he smashes like crazy. There's no way. This thing can can last. <laughs> the worst thing he could do would be get down on one knee on Super Bowl. Oh my God, that would be the worst move in history. <laughs> that ain't happening. What's your hold on? What's your end, end date? Yeah, like the expiration. You, yeah, date when do you the, think the, they've already they passed my end date? I would say by the by kickoff of next season. You know, take I, the over. Okay. Take, put it in the book. I'll Five take the over. I just think that she's traveling all the time. I mean, yeah, whatever. but they're celebrity couples. They usually end up getting divorced. Takes, but... Yeah, they all get divorced. It's just ain't gonna work. What's Kelsey's tea time on the breakup? Put it on the. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're doing this. this. Right. I think by kickoff of next season, what is it? The Eagles play the first game or whatever the heck they're doing. Yeah, looks they're not November calling it. No, they're not calling it. Well, the, opener, the, the defending game. champ will play the first game Thursday. How old is she? Thirty-four, three or thirty-four. Her biological clock may be ticking. She might want to lock it down with some guy. She's she got her, be, she probably has her eggs She frozen. might be a complete disaster because she can't keep a boyfriend. She, I think she is a disaster, but it's just probably me. is. She's probably a pain in the ass. But, going, but had, I think he's a pain in the ass too. How many have one for like five years? Uh, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. She did. 
I'm just saying she can't. I mean, she's dated that Joe Altwin guy. Yeah, she dated him for a few years. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I'm just going longest. with September because we've apparently lost all the, the, <laughs> the number blocks in here. So and you lost the ball. Well, I didn't lose the ball. Somebody broke it. Somebody just uh, somebody comes in the studio and just swings their arms wildly and knocks everything over. Right. Um. Maybe Drake was swinging his hog around. Maybe, it off. maybe Drake was in here. You're right. <laughs> I don't know. If you can find any lock Super Bowl props, hit us up. I'm telling you, they did the research on the Reba National Anthem. They went through all her previous National Anthems. That's got to be a pretty big tell, right? She's not going to stretch it out for the Super Bowl. She's going to do what she does. She's going to do Drake the Reba stretch it out. Yeah. yeah. Also, don't I, don't we get we get boned in Virginia? We can't bet on those on Super Bowl props. It depends on your state. Yeah, it definitely you depends can only on your bet state. On, like in-game action. It, it's weird. It does depend yeah. on your state. Commonwealth's horny. It, each bet, yes. though, like. Like some, like National Anthem, you can't bet, but like some other prop bets you can. And by the way, I didn't know this. The FanDuel also has squares you can do. They do it in a kind of unique oh. way. Did you uh-huh. know that? Yes. But you, so you, you get pick like a the, sign. You get you, like a no, sign. No, you don't that, like get assigned the number. You get to no. pick the number, but you pay the odds. Right? So yeah. if you pick a zero or a seven, right, it's, a, it's minus. That's nubs. Okay. But still, you're in. <laughs> You're in. I'm not if a squares you, guy. Never for never each been a team. Fan. You can pick your number. Yeah. So if you have zero zero, yeah. Um, end of the first quarter, it's plus two ninety. Now, if you have zero three, yeah, Niners zero, Chiefs three, it's plus four seventy. Dude, so I get sized. I'm, I'm I might get in. Might take a stab. At I know. You get, do you get squares for every quarter? Because that's how yeah. that's how they work. Yep. You can't just buy like three three for the first quarter. Can no, you? I think you can you buy have three you three and, and perpetuity for the game. Ooh. Well, right now they're offering. That's a good question. I think it's just right now they're offering end uh, end of any quarter, final score, first quarter score, first half score. Yeah. So there you go. That's what they're offering. I now. mean, it's not the traditional squares, obviously. But it's a, it's a ta- it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a play off stab at that. Yeah, it's similar. Coming up next, we will get into the matchup between the Niners and the Chiefs with Solomon Wilcox, former Bengals safety. He oh, now hosts He's the good. opening drive on SiriusXM NFL Radio. We'll be right back. We're going to dive into the Super Bowl matchup here shortly with Solomon Wilcox, former Bengals safety. He has the opening drive on SiriusXM NFL Radio. But right now, let's hook up caller number 10. We're going to reward the loyal listeners with two tickets to see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. Freaks on Parade 2024 tour coming to Jiffy Lube Live Tuesday, September 10th. Tickets are on sale now for tickets and more event info. Visit thefandc.com slash events, courtesy of Live Nation. Hmm. Jason, how are you, how are you feeling about this game going on? Are you, are you as emotionally invested as you have been in previous years? No. Yeah, no. you're a little detached. Yeah. Big, biggest, biggest year for me in terms of my emotions was 1994. Uh huh. That's, that's going way back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I rooted for him after that, but you know, since I had kids and you know, been doing the show, fantasy, yeah. sports gambling, I'm just yeah, I, I won't get still... into it. 1994, I was watching the NFC Championship at my house by myself, mm-hmm. pacing up and down the. But don't you watch right. every game? Uh, yeah, I've watched. I try to. Yeah, not he mean, may not even stay up. If for there's the a late, game. if there's a late Monday night game in the Niners, you know, I'll, just reco- check I'll re- it out in the morning. I'll record it. And but if it, if they play at four o'clock, you're watching yeah. every game. Yeah, yeah. If okay. it's a tie game in the third quarter, yeah, will you continue to watch yes. it? Yes, yes. Okay. If the Chiefs are up fourteen three 
at the half, um, I might just. I would have bet that you would just check out and watch it in the morning. Watch the first half. I don't want to watch, watch the, the second I don't half. Wanna, I don't want to watch the halftime show. I'm halftime not, shows don't well, really interest me. I'm not the biggest Usher guy, but I, I think he's going to put on a good performance. I'm sure like, I'm he will, willing but to watch I mean, it. I'm not an his, Usher guy either, and I just, you know, I mean, they're just so long, and I just hate that. What are they, 20, 25 minutes? I think the halftime show is supposed to be like 12 to 15 minutes long. That always seems longer. Yeah. Ludacris is the other rapper, and yeah. So I oh, could God. see him doing, that's one of his top songs. Lil John and Ludacris will come out and they'll do, yeah. All right. All right, join us right now to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl matchup. His former Bengals safety. He now hosts the opening drive on Sirius XM NFL Radio. It is Solomon Wilcott. Say, Solomon. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? Good doing great. Morning. How are you enjoying Super Bowl week? Uh, enjoying it very well. Things are starting to stir here early this morning, and we're just now getting um, people coming through. All of two people are here on our on our set here on Sirius XM Radio, but we'll be ready when showtime begins. Are you a guy that's good with the self-discipline, with the, the Super Bowl being there in Vegas, able to stay away from the vices, concentrate on your gig while uh, yeah, you're are you Are you a blackjack player? No, I'm not. Um, I'm just a pro at what I do. I stay in my lane. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I would have bet all the money that he was a pro. He doesn't mess with that. Yeah, yeah, I would have bet just, that. Yeah. I would have bet all the money. Good, solid man. Yeah. Solid guy. All right, so which way are you sort of leaning on this matchup? It's kind of intriguing, obviously. Um, two powerhouse teams. Mahomes adding to the legacy. I mean, if Purdy's able to pull this off, my God. I mean, what kind of legacy does that set for him? Mm. Mr. Irrelevant. Well, know, also, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Well, no, you're right. Look, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. The coaches uh, are both offensive geniuses. And if you give them an extra week, they know how to, I think, move the ball against any defense. And I think that was clear last year. If you think about what the Chiefs did against a great Eagles defense, most people had the Eagles winning that game. And now Vegas has the 49ers winning this game. So I don't know why people keep sort of going and betting up against Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes, but he is the grim reaper. You give him the ball last, he's going to beat you. Mm-hmm. And I think the true test for Brock Purdy, and I do believe it's a legacy game for him as a young quarterback, last drafted um, as the final player in the 2022 draft, to be able to beat that pairing of Mahomes and Andy Reid in a Super Bowl uh, that would be huge for him. But we have to see how he performs on this stage, guys. I played in this game. There's a certain energy yeah. uh, in a Super Bowl that you got to be able to handle it, man. you got to be able to block out a lot of stuff and still be able to perform at a high level. So you played in that game when you were at the Bengals. I want to go back further, though. You played um, college football at Colorado. Now, you didn't cross paths with Eric Bieniemy, but what do you make of – Eric Bieniemy's job prospects. Think about this. Uh, I was part of the recruiting process when we brought Eric Bieniemy. Oh, you did? Yeah, I, I grew up in Los Angeles, and I remember telling Coach Bill McCartney at the time, "If you want to beat Nebraska and Oklahoma, we need to get some guys where I'm where I'm from." I know some guys who are not afraid of of those schools and those programs, and we started recruiting the LA area really heavily. And he was very critical, and I remember telling him on this. Recruiting trip, I said, you're the guy. I said, you come here, everything changes. And he, he was such a dynamic personality with such 
um, courage and such strength. Everybody now knows his personality. No, not he was always that way. Uh, even as a freshman, <laughs> this dude was a bad dude now, and hmm. uh, obviously he delivered on that promise, bringing a, a national championship to the University of Colorado in 1990. That was three years after I had left the program, so I've known him. Um, you know, for a very long time. We've stayed close over the years. Look, I, look, what happened with the Washington team, I think he did a really good job. He brought some stability um, to that offensive side of the ball. I, I think Sam Howell um, had greater success uh, with Eric Bieniemy than he's had at any other time. Obviously, he's had a short career, but his career is going to be fine for having spent time with Eric Bieniemy. And um, But, no, I think Eric's going to land somewhere. He'll be fine. This is a guy who's devoted to coaching. And if you knew Eric personally and some of the challenges he's had to overcome in his personal life, um, you'd be very proud of him, and you would see him through the same lens that many of us who know him intimately, the same lens that we see him through. All right, so interesting perspective on Biennemi that you actually helped recruit him to Colorado as we talked to Solomon Wilcots. Um, so before we get back to the Super Bowl, let's talk about what's happening here in D.C. Um, what do you know about Dan Quinn? Do you like him? And Kingsbury is in here as O.C. So Biennemi's out. Kingsbury's here. He's the guy who's been a head coach and obviously has worked with really good quarterbacks along the way from Patrick Mahomes all the way to Caleb Williams. Uh, what should Washington fans expect from Quinn with Kingsbury as his OC, guys, I you know I don't uh, I have a lot of respect for Dan Quinn. Um, I think he's a good coach. He's performed very well when he's been a defensive coordinator over the last three years. His Cowboys defense, when he took over that unit, they were literally the worst uh, defense in franchise history. And immediately he turned them around. They've had the most takeaways. I think in 21 and 22, they led the league and, and forced turnovers by a defense. 93 over the last three years is the most, by far, any defense in the NFL. Um, but as you saw, there were some holes in that defense that teams sort of found a way to sort of crack the code and, and uh, didn't finish strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at a coach and I look at an offense coordinator who's had opportunities in our league both as, as head coaches, uh, but have not taken teams to that next level. Now, Quinn did get a team to the Super Bowl. They had a 25-point lead by halftime. I'm going to give them credit for that. But this is recycling and, and maybe second-chance opportunities. And I'm not saying people shouldn't get second chances because they should. But where show me somewhere on the resume where there's been tremendous accomplishments that says they are deserving – of the opportunity. I would have loved to see many of the new innovative coaches um, come in and be provided this opportunity. But look, if you're going to draft a quarterback who's a native of DC and um, maybe they have some ties to Cliff Kingsbury and Cliff Kingsbury is going to do something with Caleb Williams that he could not do with Kyle, uh, Kyle Murray in Arizona. I, if that's the, if that's the vision there, okay. I'm just not seeing it. Don't ask. If you're asking really? me, do I see it? Ooh. I don't see it. No. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I put uh, it down. All right. So for the game on Sunday, 
you know, obviously everything with Kansas City goes through Mahomes to Kelsey. Now, Kelsey had one of the more quiet years of his career offensively. He only had the five touchdowns. But in the playoffs... Well, like 93 catches or whatever. No, he had a lot of catches. But in terms of the playoffs, he's been dominant. He's been targeted 27 times in the three playoff games. And he caught 23 of those 27 targets for three touchdowns. And he was, you know, he dominated Baltimore and he killed Buffalo. Um, I still don't understand how he still gets wide open. You know, in the Buffalo game, he's wide open for one of those touchdowns, Solomon. Uh, you know, you got to help me out on some of that because, you know, Sean McDermott's a, a good defensive coach. But how does San Francisco contain him? What do you think they have to do to make sure, you know, when Travis Kelsey's running a route, we got to know exactly where he's going. If we're not doubling him, we got to have someone that's just as fast or big, and he's he can't have eleven for eleven in terms of targets. So, talk to me about how to defend him. Yeah, I think you guys raise a really good uh, question because think about it: if you stop Travis Kelsey, you stand a good chance of stopping Patrick Mahomes. Right. It's not a good lock; it's not a guarantee, but you better come in with a plan, right? And I think you've got to double team him. You got to do everything you can to take him away. Any defensive coach will tell you you can't take away one player, but you're going to pretty much do it at the expense of maybe some other things, right? And that means you got to leave uh, some of those other guys one on one. That means you got to be able to lock down Marquez Valdez Scantlin one on one, and you should be able to. That means you got to lock down maybe Rasheed Rice one on one, a rookie, and you should be able to. Um, and so I would. Uh, dedicate as many resources as possible. I'm jamming uh, Travis Kelsey at the line. I'm playing uh, and giving help over the top. I'm in and out. Now, this guy reads coverages as well as any quarterback, and he knows how to sit down sit down in coverages. He knows how to beat man-to-man coverage. He's very slippery, I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Uh, Travis Kelsey is a phenom when it comes to understanding Coverages. He was, this guy's a former quarterback, so there's great chemistry between he and Pat Mahomes. So, but you got to have a plan to take him away and force uh, Patrick Mahomes to go elsewhere with the football and make someone else beat you. It's, that's exactly what a Bill Belichick would do. That's exactly what the best defensive coaches would do. On the flip side, you know, Kyle Shanahan has now gone to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy. All right, Andy Reid's a genius, but he's had Patrick Mahomes. He's a, he's got a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan has Jimmy Garoppolo, who's now backup, and Brock Purdy, who's the last pick in the draft. Um, and in that that game four years ago, Garoppolo threw that huge interception. He was targeting Emmanuel Sanders, throws the interception, they lose. Um, in your opinion, but they have got McCaffrey this year. All right, they had Mostert back then. Mostert was good, but they've got McCaffrey. Um, how how big is McCaffrey going to play a role in this game? Yeah, look, Christian McCaffrey is phenomenal, right? And you've got to dedicate resources to him. And that's why I think really Spags is going to have to have his best game plan ever because the more uh, resources you dedicate to Christian McCaffrey, think about it, guys. This is the fourth team in NFL history to have a 4,000-yard passer and then have four players on offense with over 1,000 yards from scrimmage. Mm-hmm. And Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, um, Christian McCaffrey, and Debo Samuel. So if you put all the resources towards CMC, those other guys can beat you. Um, Brandon Ayuk can beat you. He broke the game open against uh, the Detroit Lions. We know Debo Samuel can put up huge numbers 
as a multi-position player. And Kittle is the best tight end in the NFL at generating yards after the catch. The guy turns into a fullback after he has the ball. And I think their fullback, Kyle Juszczyk, is one of the most versatile players. Remember, that's a position that's been phased out of our game at the NFL level. But yet he survives. He's the highest paid fullback in the NFL for a reason. And don't um, don't think for one reason that uh, Kyle Shanahan won't use him as a uh, piece on the chessboard to get a matchup advantage because he's capable of producing as well. So that, there are a lot of people who can beat you on this offense. And to me, that's what makes the 49ers so difficult to beat. My biggest concern for them is their run defense has given up well over 100 yards in each of the their postseason games so far. And so that means uh, Isaiah Pacheco could play a huge role in how this game turns out. Yeah. Joined by Solomon Wilcox on the BetQL guest hotline. So tell us about the Macy procedure, knee cartilage repair using your own cells. We've got a lot of 50-plus-year-old mm. dudes in our <laughs> audience that are dealing with knee pain. That you got one here has had five knee surgeries. Yeah, guys, look, uh, the Macy uh, treatment is phenomenal. It really is one that uh, where you use your own cells to grow your own your knee cartilage. Mm. The doctor goes in, they pull out healthy tissue, they send it off to a lab, and they're able to grow your tissue. Then they go back and put it in, it adheres to the healthy tissue and to the bone. It keeps you from deteriorating to that point where you're bone on bone, and you're ultimately going to have to have knee replacement surgery. So uh, it's been widely successful. You should go to the website at Macy.com, M-A-C-I.com, to find a doctor in your area and to learn more about the treatment. That sounds good. Valdez, you, <laughs> you, look you get your JP? MRI today? Is your MRI Yeah, today? my MRI is today. Might have to ask my doc about it. <laughs> yeah. hey, and, hey, I want you guys to know, I wish I could give you um, at least more encouraging news on the higher head coach and mm-hmm. offensive coordinator. I could be wrong. I, I hope it works out because I am a Washington football team. It's still hard for me to call them commanders. I just right. want you to know. Right. I, it, I am a huge fan of that team in that area. Because you guys have a great fan base that that we know spreads uh, wide and large. Um, And I'm really rooting for that team to get going in the right direction. I I just know it was a chin scratcher for me when I heard the hires. Uh, But I don't want to be the Debbie Downer. So I just want you to know. No, that's all right. Hey, we got we got him logged in. He's logged in. He doesn't think it's going to work. He doesn't see it. You're on record. You're on record. I don't think we may have lost him. We may have lost him. All right, that was Solomon Wilcox. Not everybody does. Yeah. Not a Dan Quinn Kingsbury guy. <laughs> he got, I guess he, you know, it's weird because he doesn't understand why you're giving him a second chance. He believes in second chances, but there are so many other worthy candidates that deserve first chances. Maybe he's yeah. talking about a B enemy type. I don't know. When we come back, I want to get into a mock draft that just came out that's oh, interesting because it's two rounds mocks. deep. Right. So I'll tell you what. Matt Miller from ESPN says the Commanders might do with their first three picks. So I was looking at Commander's Wire, and Brian Manning has a piece about Matt Miller's latest mock draft. So Matt Miller's not the number one guy at ESPN because it's Mel Kuyper. He still has a name. But I feel like Matt Miller puts out really good mock drafts. And so his latest mock draft is two rounds deep. Love it. Mm. 
At number two, not a surprise, he has the commander selecting Drake May. Mm-hmm. And what he writes is that he talked to an NFC quarterbacks coach who has studied May's film. And according to this quarterbacks coach, he says he's Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and I think he has an arm comparable to C.J. Stroud. Hmm. So that's high praise. They've got him at number two. Now, what position do you think Miller has them uh, addressing at number 36? We know well, that they've got holes everywhere. I mean, Basically need uh, definitely edge rushers, linebackers, can use help in the secondary, on defense, on offense. They need to boost uh, the offensive line, could use a tight end. I there would, are a lot of positions. What well, are you going well, they've got two holes at edge rusher, and there's a lot of good edge rushers. I would say edge. Cakes, what do you think in this mock draft? I would Miller guess, has offense, the I would guess offensive line. Right. EB? Screaming need for it. Man, they do have a lot so of So you holes. draft the quarterback. What do you think is the next thing addressed? It's just a mock draft. <laughs> no, I know. Oh. And it's Matt Miller's it's, opinion. Matt Miller's opinion. Received? So it's going to be something weird. Uh yeah, because that's not you, you wouldn't be asking. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be asking because no, everybody just, would think. Just O-line. trying to get your opinion, so you're saying O line. I would, I would really try to focus on the offensive line. He's got them going edge. Mm. Braswell, uh, Chris Braswell, who's an Bama. Alabama defensive end. He says mm. uh, Braswell moved into a full time starter role in 2023 and thrived opposite Dallas Turner with 12 tackles for loss and eight sacks. The Commanders traded away pass rushers Montez Sweat and Chase Young at the deadline, and after addressing quarterback in round one of the mock draft, they, they do can like, fill that edge. They rush do like Bama here. kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so then they've got the thirty-sixth pick, but they also have the fortieth pick. Mm. What do you believe he has the Commanders doing at forty? Well, that's I'm where, sticking. You know what? I'm going to say I cheated. You cheated. I, I cheated. I can't wait. I'm going to say receiver. I wouldn't do this, by the way. I would be vehemently against this approach <laughs> right. if this happens. Oh, okay. So he has them sticking with edge rushers. I can't do like I can't do that a year after them so doing back to back secondary guys. Robinson. No. Oh he's number good. forty. I'm sure Robinson's, he's very good. You know where he went to high school. Football it's fine. Year. You pick one of those two and you have to address the offense. You know where line. Chop Me? Robinson's from? I don't. Quince Orchard High School. Ooh. So he says he's a Gaithersburg kid. Uh, mm-hmm. The edge rushing cupboard is bare in Washington. So even though we just got the Commanders, a defensive end at number thirty-six, we're going back to wow. that well at number forty. Bickle, how would you feel? Robinson's about a speedy edge. pass rusher at two hundred fifty pounds. Just four sacks in twenty twenty-three. Yeah, but he got hurt. They too. said that he was dealing with nagging injuries, but he has a four-four speed, at he, least rumored. Second and third round go edge. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna come out well, of the that's top second of the second round. round without an offensive line. Oh, that's two lineman. second round picks. Like, I'm sorry. I, one of those first three picks has got to be an offensive. Well, maybe lineman. not. Not if, what if we just go uh, free, in agency. free agency and plug those holes via free agency? Yeah. Get a veteran that you a, a known commodity. The problem with the draft is, like for example, last season I really liked the draft. It ended up being basically a dud. I remember afterwards going, I you know I kind of understand it. Yeah. I mean, By the I, way, I, the I, edge rusher thing. There's no more Casey Tuhill can fill the void. Remember the talk after they traded away Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Out. It didn't work. People out. started to jock the people that were here already. Well, because who else fair, am I missing? Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, like James Smith Williams. Yeah. Like because in fairness, well, not good the year before when those guys were out, the defense actually played better. Yeah. Didn't happen this year. Yeah. And Tuhill maybe ended up with one sack. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I like backups. Two Hills. I like his motor. You got to get some athleticism. But he's not going to be your starting like stud. I I don't listen. I don't hate it. If you're going to get me two studs, actually, I ended up with five sacks. If you're going to get me two studs on, on the defense, and they're going to be like wreaking havoc of the quarterback and everything, yeah. like way better than Chase. Position of need. Better than Montez, really. Um, but it's a mock draft. I, mean, I know. I'm just saying, if you did that in theory, and then you went out and you got a couple <clears throat> veteran offensive linemen better than Gates and Wiley, mm-hmm. et cetera. I think it's going to be tough to be better than Montez. I mean, he put up a pretty prolific sack year this past year between Washington and Chicago. I know, but in Washington, it was kind of, it was fine, but it was never elite. No. Like, Montez was is, he is tur- good at his job. He turned it on when he went to Chicago. Though. He's yeah. good at his job, but he was never a star. Never right? a superstar. Never happened a, here. I need a frigging star pass rusher. Not somebody pretty good. Like, Ryan Kerrigan is going to go down as one of the all-time greats here. But he was never really a star star. Are you going to get you know a star at like 36 or 40? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think the stars usually are like, like Aiden Hutchinson to me is a star. He was picked at number, 100%. number two. 100%. Number two overall. I understand it's way high to pick a defensive lineman. Right. And it blew up in their face with Chase Young. I mean, it all depends what they do on free agency. When, when, when does free agency start? Is that March, March. 15th? Yeah, like mid-March. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, in free agency, edge defenders. Number one, Josh Allen, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Number two, Brian Burns, Carolina Panthers. Number three, Daniil Hunter, Minnesota Vikings. I'm sure all those teams want to retain those guys. I mean, Hunter usually puts up ridiculous They stats. could go out and get one of those guys in free agency. No doubt. It, it's a drop-off after that because number four is chasing. I mean, they've got a bunch of money they can spend. So they can go out and get an edge and then get a big-time tackle. They can, they can spend money on that. I'm kind of with the thinking, though, that Cakes has. If I'm going to spend one draft choice on an edge rusher, I don't want to spend another one like back-to-back on edge rushers. Yeah, you're, you're overemphasizing one area of need. And, and if ne- I do... You're neglecting a yeah. huge, just... Terrible part of well, your I would say whatever they do, it needs to support your new quarterback. Whatever they do in free agency, they'll contrast that with what they do in the draft. Right. So they go after tackles in free agency. All right, we'll go after after edges in the draft or flip flop it. But they're going to go after edge rushers. Right, they have to. Yeah, they got two holes there. Going to be interesting to follow as we get further and further into the off season and get more and more rumors about what they might do at the top of the draft. With the combine coming up, so we will keep That's you up to date. Pretty heady praise, though, of of a Drake May to say he's Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and what, and he's got the arm of C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, if that's the case, cakes, you're not even remotely considering moving up for Caleb Williams. Not right. even remotely. I'm if you believe that, if you believe that evaluation, yeah. it's one NFC quarterbacks coach who studied his film again the quote is he's josh allen justin herbert and i think he his arm is comparable to oh, cj Stroud. and by the way he played in a system basically identical to cliff kingsbury's in college although kingsbury says it's eerie how much caleb williams is like patrick mahomes by the way also as it was pointed out he only worked with caleb one year right yeah it's not like they're lifelong friends and, and... he kind of had a down year yeah, I mean, maybe, they, maybe they bonded in that one year. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. 
Well, I mean, if that one guy is describing May as Herbert, Allen, and C.J. Stroud, he's going number one. Yeah. <laughs> I would think, That's a good right? point. He, he unless, going unless everybody else think. believes Caleb's Patrick Mahomes. Who knows? Right. Uh, wait and see. All right, coming up next, we will open up EB's entertainment page. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. Appreciate you listening to us on 910 The Fan in Richmond. And we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. Wherever you may be, take us on the go with that Odyssey app. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. We're presented by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the junkies. Later this hour, we'll give you a chance to win some tickets to go see the Pixies and Modest Mouse in concert. Right now, though, we open up. The entertainment page. Hmm. Entertainment page, of course, brought to you by, I got it right here. Hold on, hold on. Especially that your sponsor? My, my friends at BMW mm-hmm. Fairfax. He said I don't have to read this exactly, but uh, this one here, they not only stand by their military, of course, but those who stand behind them. Maximize your military benefit with silly savings on most new BMW models, like almost $7,000 off new 5 and 7 series sedans. Confirm your eligibility now at ID.me. They're the best. Whatever you do, just swing by. Just go for a test drive. See if you don't love it. They'll find out a, a, a plan and a model that works for you. I promise. Um, all right, so we talked about it earlier, and I must admit, I think I'm getting, as I'm getting older, I'm getting more into Lurch's uncomfortability area when we talk about, like, so blatant of things like Drake. Okay. In yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the alleged video. I'm just getting more uncomfortable as I'm getting older. Yeah. I don't know why. I used to have no problem being risque. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, I think maybe it's a little bit of the um, being on TV at the same time. It kind of pulls the curtain back a little bit. I feel like when you're on just radio. He gets very uncomfortable on the air. It's a little easier to talk about these risque topics. Not that I watch the TV, yeah. but just knowing that people are watching you. Yeah. It's I don't little, even think about the cameras. I, it's I the mean, only time I think about it. Don't even really think about when it. When we start talking about someone's missile in yeah. his pants. Sure. But you seem to get a twinkle in your eye when we <laughs> broached the topic earlier. I mean, it is hysterical, uh, but there is a video. Valdez has clearly analyzed it well, um, that where Drake is, uh, you know, I don't know, he's doing something, and he's got on his, his private phone jet. out, and he's on his jet, and you can see, the, I guess, the reflection back in the mirror, you know. And he's watching he's just, himself have fun. And he's just, I mean, he's just kind of horsing around. I don't, he's not really doing anything. Like, he's not going at it. But, um but yeah, I mean, he's butt naked. It's foreplay. <laughs> foreplay. <with> I guess. <laughs> he's not like most of us who, who perform that act in shame. Like he's not, there's no shame in his game. No, so. he doesn't look like he is. Zero shameful. shame. Yeah. yeah none. Do you still feel shame at 53? Not really. But I mean, you think about it. It's kind of acting. If you really drill down on it. But yeah. he missed his calling. He probably should have been a porn star. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is now. He wouldn't make as much money. I think he's doing he okay. Make, yeah. he he is I don't think any porn stars have a Hundred eighty-five million dollar private jets. No, and right. it's like as Jason said, it's not a you know it's like a Gulfstream. Right. Gulfstream, it's a seven sixty-seven. <laughs> um, is the seven sixty-seven? Is that the big ass ones that go to like Saudi Arabia? The so. double deckers. Yeah, yeah it's, no, not the double deckers. But what are those double decker ones? Like seven eighty-seven, maybe. Oh, seven eighty-seven. Uh, I'm not okay. sure what their number is. I, I think they're just called Airbuses. I, I think they're the Airbuses. I should find the tweet. Um, yeah. and, and give the guy some ads. But there's. Somebody who tweets us often, who 
says that this is 100% a fake. Um, because? I, th- I think his logic is just that we would have known about this before. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, uh, uh, Drabby says that uh, Adam22, the guy from uh, No Jumper Podcast, he claims yeah, that he's seen that. a picture of his before. Yeah, and I it, saw a story a, yesterday. He's and, corroborating the story? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he did seem to corroborate the story. Yeah, he would know. Yeah, I guess. He's, he's in the industry. He's in that biz, yeah. Yeah, he is. I'm trying to find the exact tweet, but essentially that's what he's saying. He, what he said was that for a guy who's banged that many chicks, okay, we're just assuming that he has. <laughs> yeah. That, pretty safe assumption. That one of these chicks, here it is, from Sports Q, mm-hmm. who tweets us, Come on, gents. If a rando can click a phone pic of James Harden after banging him. And I didn't even know that that's the case. He goes, just the percentage would be in favor of one clicking a pic of Drake. So what are you saying? I don't understand your point. not believe it. Okay. Whatever. Believes, uh, fake. I mean, I'll be honest with you. My first instinct is... when I saw it was AI. Everything's AI. You like got the, the Taylor AI, Swift Taylor thing. Swift stuff. Uh, Valdez goes to a website where it specializes in AI. Yeah, Valdez, nudity. why are you doing that? Yeah. And Drake is just responding to it on his IG just jokingly? I guess. Um, is that what? No, uh, the only, only response Drake had was he did laughing emojis to this guy named Aiden Ross. Who's right, like he's a like a streamer, dude. There was a quote that was going around, but it was a false quote. Oh, okay. Fake quote. <laughs> so, he, so he hasn't responded to it. Not really. No, not really. So Aiden, fake, Ross, just Aiden be... Ross said to him, uh, you're blessed with your voice, you're blessed with your performing, you're blessed to be you, you're blessed to be number one, and you're also blessed to have a blank missile. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, who knows? Who knows? But it's a big story out there. Um, speaking of private jets, Tay-Tay, your girl, Taylor Swift, <laughs> is threatening legal action against the college student who's tracking celebrity private jets. That's all the rage, right? We were tracking uh, Elon Musk's jet. So I think you kind of shut that down. I guess you could do it afterwards. You can't do it live. Sue I think. everybody. Um, he, we had the guy who was tra- tracking Dan Snyder's uh, yacht. That's right. That's correct. Um, and now Tay-Tay is threatening to sue uh, the student from the University of Central Florida who's been tracking her private jet. Um, he's been tracking the activity of private jets and helicopters owned by celebrities and other rich people. And twenty, so she doesn't like it, mostly because I guess there was a report in twenty twenty two that showed that she's one of the biggest celebrity carbon dioxide polluters. Can't that guy just like go get hammered and grasp at chicks like every other sophomore or junior at UCF? <laughs> like, like what is he doing? He's just he's just nerding it up in his dorm room tracking her jet. Well, maybe he's uh, maybe he's one of these climate like guys, way like climate off, warrior, climate like maniac. <laughs> okay. I don't care how much how much she flies her dumb jet. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't, it doesn't affect me, me one yeah. one iota. Yeah. <laughs> now, if there's a big giant hole in the ozone, like next week because of Tay Tay flying everywhere, there's not going to. Then be. I'm going to be upset about it. But don't right worry. now, not upset. Didn't California? I actually talked to Kelsey yesterday to kind of check in. She's safe, but California got like seven trillion gallons of rain. Like they're not used to it. She yeah. said that people what does that were mean, driving. Seven trillion. That sounds in- incomprehensible. That sounds like a huge number. There's there was a huge that. storm that lasted days and still going on. Water. They're just not accustomed to By so mudslides. I've never stuff. heard the term atmospheric river, river. before. Yeah. Like two weeks ago. Now it's it's the next complimentary football. 
So I Cal- hear it every day. Yes. California has been pummeled by rain that it's just mm-hmm. never ever happened before. And she said those she went driving two days ago, I guess. Yesterday she was going out. Um, she'd been in her apartment most of the day, but that it was like you had two feet of snow there. She said that nobody there can drive. She said it was like what we deal with during sure. snowfalls. Everybody was driving just ten miles an hour. They're not used to rain. Like well, I think I mean, the first. Six or seven months that she lived in L.A., mm-hmm. it didn't rain once. I know. Well, I mean, you saw what happened at Pebble Beach. I heard about it. I yeah. didn't see it. I just heard you guys talk about it. <laughs> I didn't well, I mean, see they it. canceled two days of golf. Yeah. I mean, there, well, was, so, drivers on there was so much rain and wind, yeah. and that obviously, that wasn't just for, you know, Northern California or Central California. That was Southern California. Now it's going into the mountains. Ron Rivera is probably so bitter. They're getting Couldn't three get to course. five feet of snow in the mountains, yeah. you know, in Colorado. It's just nuts. Hmm. Uh, Valdez, did you know that there was, I guess, Miley Cyrus made some underwear, some no underwear remark at the Grammys. Did you know that? She's well, a VI, team VIP. Well, she it's had her, uh, her very revealing dress. Right. I thought she, she had, like, custom panties. She did. Custom yeah. Gucci panties. <laughs> they all they over. definitely don't sell those at TJ Maxx. <laughs> Gucci? Definitely yeah. not. <clears throat> I don't think they have Gucci there. She no. didn't have five for 30s on. <laughs> she said during the Grammy she was wearing no underwear, but she was but wearing she's lying. The, the Gucci's. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, what, what are those? What are You're a panties person. I don't, I don't know Gucci. You're big into That's panties. That's out of my... My price range. Didn't know. I'm that, a, I do. I like the five. It used to be five for 25. What is it now? Five for 30? Inflation. Oh, five for 30. 30. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that because, you know, it's just easy. Boom, 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 boom. Just pick them up, scoop them up, go. Hold on, wait a second. You're buying panties for your wife? Once a year, I would do that. <laughs> it was my bit. Hold <laughs> okay. on, you, you don't still stuffer. do it. You still. Stocking stuffer. Oh, okay. Got it. Stocking stuffer. Hook her up for Valentine's Day. Sure. We got to play Let Me See That Thong. I mean, I I can literally give him to her like at Christmas. Do we still have that? In front of the kids. Oh, I thought you had Let Me See That Thong. I don't think I have that. That was a great bit that we used to do when we had bikini contests and girls would call in. It was stupid, sophomoric, that we would just play Let Me See That Thong over and over again. Wait, you give D panties in front of Steven? For all my kids. I just get them underwear. It's underwear. It's basically underwear. It's not like sexy. Uh, they're stupid. Five I would consider like buying my daughter underwear ever. I wouldn't buy my daughter. Oh, I mean, like, you were my wife. I'm, yeah. I don't know. It's my bit. <laughs> I've never bought, like, an outfit, yeah. you know, or something. I'm sure Val or sure Drabby has. I, I bought what, something. Lingerie? Yeah. I, I, I've never done that. I bought it before, but... It's not, my regular old undies. But now now I do feel uncomfortable. Like the last time yeah, I saw this cotton some stuff, I went and I just ended up getting a robe. No, I yeah, always off this cotton is deep. <laughs> I always just... It's, it's just the regular old hey, five, look at the, look five these, to 25. Look at this thread count. <laughs> it's Egyptian cotton. No, no, it's no. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm so uncomfortable in that store that I'm in yeah. and out. With like in like two minutes. Look, there's a little bow on the front. <laughs> my most regrettable stocking stuffer of the last ten years is, is buying my kids all Under Armour stocks at the height of the Under Armour share price. Put it in their stockings. As soon as I put it in those stupid stockings, share price went <laughs> off the cliff. <laughs> Always bet against cakes. Hey, what are you gonna do? Sometimes you have winners. Sometimes you have losers. Right. That was a loser. <laughs> All right, now, I'm not sure I quite understand this. I just know everything's going. I can going. think of another loser, too. <laughs> you know what? 
not going to mention it. I'm yeah. not either. I've compartmentalized it. I've moved past it. Yeah. What, what else can you do? Uh, it's gallows humor. Fox, Disney, Warner Brothers, they're going to launch a streaming service for sports to attract fans who ditch cable. Showing NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, UFC, plus the SEC and Big Ten college games. You know what I'm going to give them? The big double-barreled no, middle, fi- middle finger. It's going to be the I, only way to consume I have, I have enough years. sports content already. Oh, yeah. it's not going to be available for you. The, the, that, that includes, They're going to have a, jet, uh, a monopoly on well, all the sports content? It includes ESPN, ESPN2, SEC Network, ACC Network, ESPN News, TNT, TBS, True TV, I think Fox I can, Sports. I can live without a lot of those. Fox that Sports One, Fox mm. Sports Two, no, you can't. Big Ten Network. Oh, hold on. Do they have a monopoly on the NFL? Well, is the NFL on Fox? Some games are. Is the, the NFL, NFL, the NFL on NFL ESPN? Will be part of this, cakes. That, it, it's it going to have ESPN. the NFL, NBA, all all the big ones. It's oh. it's not going off cable. It's just a standalone service. If you don't want to pay for YouTube TV or one of these well, other, I've already stre- got that. I'm good. I know this is for sports fans. Like this for is for people like, that yeah. cut this the cord for, but didn't get YouTube TV. This is kind of expensive, it. though. They're talking about it, like fifty dollars a month. Fifty dollars a month. Before you know it, it'll be a hundred. Believe me, the yeah. prices go up like crazy. If you want to watch it, seven twenty p. You got to pay more if you want to watch. I became a cord cutter, but in the end, I'm probably paying about the same as when I had cable. But if you have Sling or YouTube TV, you're still paying for channels you don't watch. If you're a sports fan, that this is, this is this is dedicated to sports fans, where you're only paying for channels that you really want to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, we'll see. Uh, I know. I was that's talking- the way it's going. Like everything's a la carte. That's right? the way it's going to be. It, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Maybe you I, like I, it. I thought I was going to get rid of HBO Max, but now I'm watching two shows, I'm watching True Detective, and I'm yep. watching Curb. Personally, it's easier Gotta for me it. to just buy them in bulk and just, you know, even though I'm paying for channels I don't watch, mm-hmm. than to try to, like, a la carte, always have exactly what network. Oh, I need Peacock for this. Oh, I need Premiere <laughs> for this. Still or, paying for Peacock. <laughs> you are? <laughs> yeah. I, I got, I got the... suckered in because I, I had to watch... Maryland played Nebraska in football like right. two months ago. I got the Disney yeah, one. Go ditch it. Go ditch it right now. I got the Disney bundle, and I've I've never watched Disney. Right. I didn't watch the Mandalorian yeah, or you watch, whatever else. You probably watch Hulu, and you probably watch ESPN Plus. I don't really watch Hulu. I watched one show on Hulu, yeah. Dave. Yeah, don't which, know don't know that show. White so rapper. I was, I was talking to my buddy yesterday who. I've gotten to know at the club. He was in his underwear. I was naked in my towel. And we were. Did talk- you buy him his new pair of underwear? No, no. I only buy just for one person. Kid. Just for your wife. Yeah. And uh, he works at Masson. Okay. And I was like, so what's this deal mean for you guys and everything? And we were talking about it. And then I've been sort of under the assumption that when the Angelos family sells it, it kind of puts the the, 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 the rights up for grabs again. Right. He said no. Hmm. Now, maybe he's wrong, but I think he's probably hey, right. You should just tell he that guy. He says they're for in perpetuity. Yeah. Tell so that it doesn't guy. mean anything. Was it a hundred-year contract? Who knows? So, like, we've just assumed, well, now that Angelos is selling, that now they'll somehow strangle their rights back? That's what, that was the report. Oh, I think the hopes make, was that the new maybe owner would just be benevolent and right. give it away. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. But probably not going to happen. Yeah. You just need to make sure when you're in the sauna with that guy that he's yeah. not pulling a Drake. Well, let's just make sure that <laughs> oh, yeah, let's yeah. just make sure that they were in the sauna in that setting. <laughs> no, he guy, didn't say the setting. Yeah. Another guy told. No, we were just walking around. Another guy told me that um, he was in there with an army of guys in there, and some of the older guys they do 
They do what Valdez does. Just butt naked? Butt naked. Oh. They sit on a towel, and they have their Drake hanging just, out. Just <laughs> out there for everybody to see. I'm going to yeah. bet against that. <laughs> we don't have a Drake. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. They, more like they have their cake. thing. It's, they're not showing a Drake. Yeah. It's a cake. It's a cake. <laughs> it's a ROM. Right. Oh. you got a pile on ROM here. Do you know that for every 30 pounds you lose, Right, we did that story, didn't we? I don't know. For every thirty pounds you lose, you can get another. You can, you could get another inch. No, no way. <laughs> optical, I'm maybe shenanigans. No way. That's real. That's real. I talked to my uh, my uh, urologist. What's the reasoning? When you're fat, it, it shrinks. It goes inside you. <laughs> Remember, Eric hates talking about penis stuff. It's hey, yeah. uncomfortable. You need to lose about 14 minutes ago. This, this is a little different, though. This is different. This is this is medical. Yeah, this, this is, is medical. This is right. It's clinical. This so, clinical if that was the case, it'd be enough. If that was the for case, guys. Yeah. Dude, Let's say why. you're a hundred pound. Let's go yes. ninety pounds overweight yeah. to do the math, dude. That's why we, you saw some pictures recently. Some dudes. Mm-hmm. What pictures? <laughs> well. What picture are you talking about? I've seen pictures of guys before, and there's literally, <laughs> sure you're and there's literally nothing. About. <laughs> because they're enormous. So if they lose 90 pounds, they're going to gain three. Yeah. They could get to Cakesville. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe it for a yeah. second. Dude, just ask your doctor. Ask, 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 my, ask my doctor. You know him. Ask him. Okay. I don't even feel I can comfortable just tell asking you this. the doctor that. I can tell you this personally. I've, now, 30 pounds might be a stretch, but I've lost... I've, I've okay, lost Jimmy. weight yeah. to where I've gotten really, really skinny, and it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> all look the same. It's the same. You're lucky. I know what for me. That's lucky. I'd take an extra. No, no. I know for me, I'm not. I'm not the man I'm, I once was. <laughs> for sure. You're blaming on gaining weight. He told me. <laughs> it doesn't disappear. You're born with it. It doesn't. disappear. I know you're born right, but you're born with it. So if I drop thirty pounds you right now, you don't, you don't understand that obese people. I have, understand have that. nothing. Why do you think they have nothing? I. Why do you think? Just use your brain. Do they all have nothing? <laughs> I know, but you're not going to grow. You no, know, if, you're, if you're obese and hold and call it, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not a thing. What was that one that went viral uh, a month ago? It was at. Um, that wilderness story. Did you see that video? I did not. Of the guy who was, he jumped into the water. What's the name of the? He jumped I, into what, what water? That, I, I'm not familiar with those outdoorsy places. <laughs> what are those outdoorsy places? I just, what, like Jacques Cousteau or something? No, the outdoorsy place, like bass <laughs> fishing. Oh, I know what you're talking. You see? said bass pro shop. Yes, bass like pro shop. Oh, and the guy jumped in the shark tank or whatever. And he shrunk to a ROM size. That's right, but that's from the cold. Probably. That's from the cold. He's got to live with that the rest of his life. Outdoorsy place. He he had me thinking he was out in, like, Alaska or something. I couldn't remember the name of the place. (laughs) It was a brain fart. Bass Pro Shop. I've never been in one in my life. I went one with my uncle one time. The sports mushies. The Bass Pro Shop. I went into a Bass Pro Shop, and they're literally... It's heaven for some people. Sure. There wasn't one thing in there I wanted. <laughs> of course not. Because you don't want like a 30-foot Ranger bass boat. There was yeah, something yeah. in there I needed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Got to take nice. a break. A little bit later on Game Show Wednesday, give you a chance to win some concert tickets. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Skippy Peanut Butter tweets us, Ron Jeremy wasn't exactly skinny, and he had a hole. All right. There are exceptions. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then somebody that we all know actually sent me a text. He's of larger carriage before. And he he says, says, it won't become any longer. It may appear to be longer. Not Fat sure. around. <laughs> um, as you lose weight, that can become more exposed. And he And he says... Some people are saying an inch for every 30 pounds, but that won't be linear. It won't be two inches for 60 pounds. This is very, very awkward conversation. <laughs> a lot of dog go, talk. Ask, go ask my doctor. <laughs> yeah. Go ask my doctor. Bickle so, loves this, though. He loves the dog talk. No, I don't mind a medical talk. Yeah. But this is a medical. Might be questioning this doctor's bona fides. <laughs> All right. I don't care. Have you actually seen diplomas hung on the wall? No, I just know from personal experience. <laughs> okay. When I was lighter, I was I was I was I was more of a man. Mm, I, had a bigger, I, had a, I brought a bigger bat to the plate. Okay, it's true, true story. Um, wanted to touch on the Wizards real quick. Uh, they're back Trade in action tonight. Coming. Trade deadline is it's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. What time? Three, five. I'll tell you right now. Probably so look it up. Three or four o'clock usually. Right. How I'm many? On, uh, how many guys will be moved? I'm on bullets forever, and it has the latest. Um, Kind of trade rumors or guys that you would expect them to move. But there's a report which I find somewhat surprising. 3 p.m. Eastern. It says the Wizards aren't likely to trade Kyle Kuzma. Reasoning? I mean, it might just be the amount of money he's making. Just the contract? He he was mentioned at one point with teams like the Mavericks and the Sacramento Kings. Um, But it says... This is just, you know, an opinion here in this article uh, written by Albert Lee. And he writes, um, rebuilding teams like the Wizards or Pistons aren't desperate to trade away their best players just for the sake of making moves. Hmm. And at least in some cases, the top players of these teams like Kuzma are happy with their current situations despite the losing. (laughs) Yeah, remember so, the Wizards re-signed him. I mean, they signed him to a four-year yeah. deal. He was a free agent. I, I found that odd at the time. They they both wanted to be, you know, Wizards wanted him and Kuzma wanted to be here. And from all, all reports, he wants to be here through the rebuild process. Um, but I, I just don't know. Yeah, that, I think ultimately they will move. Him. I also Maybe think not this year, but yeah, I mean, if he's got four years on his deal, I bet you that if they're still struggling in year three, they'll move him. I also think a team like the Dallas Mavericks, <clears> who <throat> take a look at Luca's numbers last night and Kyrie's numbers. Mm-hmm. I think Luca had like 36 points and like 20 boards. <laughs> it's well, I mean, absurd. I'm not surprised. And nine assists. Um, I mean, the offensive numbers for everybody is Kuzma just Kuzma doesn't the roof. put you over the top if you're one of these middling teams. Yeah, and then uh, do you want to trade for a contract that still has roughly $65 million? Maybe $70 million left on it? For I think that would Kuz? be hard to the total, see. Yeah, the four-year deal. I mean, take out this year. He's got about actually s- seems like a bargain. I mean, you're paying, you know, twenty, twenty one, twenty three million a That's year. Kind of like not that much money. <clears throat> so the guys in the league these days, right? In the, in the era where Brad, how much is Beal making? Yeah, I mean, that could oh, be forty five. That could be average. Yeah, north yeah. of forty five million. Yeah. The guys most likely to be on the move include Tyus Jones. All right, he's a non-factor. Right. He's the NBA's leader in assist-to-turnover ratio. Okay, whatever. So he's an efficient player, but he's averaging 12 points and six assists, and he's shooting 40% from three. He's actually putting up pretty good numbers. He could be a bench player well, for somebody. He's helping player. them to the second-worst record in basketball. Yes. DeLon Wright is <laughs> a really good defensive player. Right. These are guys who could be role players on championship teams. Like, if you think about the Denver Nuggets last season, they won the NBA championship. Of course— you think about Jokic and Murray first. 
Um, but Bruce Brown was a huge part of their championship season. So the players kind of on the edges and DeLon Wright has a two year, $16 million deal. Um, good defensive player. Their team's interested in him. The other team's interested in Landry Shamit. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's making over $10 million. That's crazy. <laughs> the NBA money is just crazy. When Landry Shamit is making $10 million per year. Gafford, another right. guy. I kind of like Gafford. Sorry, I got a weak spot for him. I don't know why. He's yeah, a good alley-oop guy. But you're okay Lock with shots. trading anybody. You can have any of them, but I kind of like Gafford, to be honest with you. Of all the names, I'd rather you trade the others. He's only 25. This is crazy. He's in year one of a three-year team-friendly deal, they call, making just $13 million per season. <laughs> just $13 million. Who is For this? Daniel Gaff. Gaff. He's only 25? Yep. Wow. I just, I just Where did Gafford go to college? Is he an Arkansas guy? Is he Arkansas? I think, I think he's a Razorback. I was going to say Arkansas, but not now. I think that's right. One of our guys from uh, Ref the Dis- District uh, texted me, and he agreed with my Bilal Kulabali assessment. What? And it is just... early; could be proven wrong. You can point Wait, to other just guys. Be a role player. He just feels like to me. I, I I shot him back a text. The high end, my high end prediction on Bilal Kulabali, and it's a fine player. Mm-hmm. And I just I didn't want to go. The, everybody always compares uh, a black player to a black player, a white mm. player to a white player. So I, did, mm. I, I like cross-race mm. <laughs> comparisons was Andre Kurlenko. He was a good player, though. Yeah, I said he was a good player. Dude, if he turns it But Andre not a Karolenko. star. Like, yeah, I just Andre feel Kurlenko like... was an all-star. Yeah, an all-star, but not a star star. Okay, not a, like, I would take Andre Kurlenko yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. If you said you could lock in Bilal Kulubali <laughs> and he could be Andre Kurlenko, of course you take him. But he doesn't feel like he's going to be, you know... Just to he's me. not going to be Giannis. Is that what you're looking for? He's well, not of course be... you're always looking for something like yeah, that. Yeah, but it's stupid to think that. He's not going to be Giannis. He's not going to be Luka. He's not that. Mm. Well, I mean. Well, of do... course not. I already know but that. Think about this. But if he could be Karolinko, that'd the, be great. The February schedule for the Wiz, they're 9-40. and 40. <laughs> That's my comp. That's my Grasper comp. I'm calling it the next 10 games mm-hmm. in February. Cavs, Celtics, Sixers, Mavs, Pelicans, Nuggets, Thunder, Cavs, Warriors, Lakers. They might win one of They'd those games. They'd be lucky, yeah, win two of those games. They're going to win 15 to 17 games this season. I don't even think they're going to win 15. You don't think they're going to 15? I mean, there aren't that many games left. I mean, maybe 15. Cakes, you were a big Koulibaly guy. Yep. I, I right? discovered him. So, in case you didn't, in case you forgot, I'm just going to give you his last five games. He's yeah. he's had some good ones. All mm-hmm. right, in, in those last five games. He's averaging well over 25 minutes a game. All right. Against Detroit, which they won, he put up eight points, two for seven uh, field goals, one for three on the three-point line. Did grab seven boards, two assists. Against San Antonio, which was a win, had 13 points on five and six shooting, two for two from three-point line. Um his, I, I think this is his season high, scored 19 in a loss against the Clippers. Hmm. Uh, that game got out of hand early. Uh, eight for 16 on the field goals. And then his last two, he's put up five points and zero points in 25 minutes of play. He's 19 years old, and he's finding his way through his first season. Like, he's going to have natural ups and downs to his box scores. Right, but did, I'm more worried but he, about what he looks like when he's 22 or 23 years yeah, old. Yeah, and that's fair. That, that's uh, what I care and about. And he'll develop, I would imagine... 
if this year he's averaging eight, next year he'll be at 12 to 13 at right. least, and, and hopefully he'll continue to ascend. I just, and maybe I have a high bar, is I just expect these guys to have a couple of games where it's like, whoa. I mean, I know his for, shooting 46% is not bad. Yeah. I mean, his, his numbers are okay. Not great, but they're okay. Jordan Poole shooting 40%, making $25 million a year. What's he making? That's a guy they'd be desperate oh, to unload, right? If anybody million. would take, uh-huh. Yeah. No, I, I mean, all he's done is hurt his stock this season. I know, but if they could. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just like the Warriors are desperate to unload Wiggins and his salary, same with the Wizards with Poole. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to take on Andrew Wiggins and the, the money he still has left on his deal. Look, they're going to follow the rebuilding model of Oklahoma City and try and acquire as many picks as possible. Um, I just think I would try and move Kyle Kuzma, but if they're saying it's going to be hard to unload him. You won't text Will Dawkins today. Tell me you move Kyle Kuzma. Oh, I think he knows. <laughs> Man, this is wild. I think he knows that. I mean, if you're Will Dawkins yeah. and uh, what's Winger's first Michael name? Michael Winger. Michael Winger. Mm-hmm. The only guy I think that is a is a can't touch it is Kulabali. Correct. Drab, you're still an NBA guy. You still like it. I know you don't like it as much as you used to, right? Yeah. But it, but you're still an NBA guy. You still like watch Sports Center. Um, yeah. He checks box scores. Yeah. NBA Draft.net. I'm looking at their it. Literally, I'm looking at their. Lottery for next year. Yeah. Score breakdown. I don't, I don't know any of the guys. Well, the top, three, got, the top three prospects right now are all international. Guys. They have yeah, a you're not gonna know the them. dude from France, like the 18-year-old from France. That's a lot like the Koulibaly. Is that, is that Williams? No, I said, no, no. I saw a number one pick that they just moved into. That's that They have Cody Williams as number one yeah. for Detroit. Yeah, Cody Williams. Who's he play for? Colorado. Buffaloes. Yeah. yeah. Freshman. No file. Cherry's um, great, but I no file. There's a guy from Baylor that's really good. Which one is that? Kobe, Kobe Walker. Walter. Walter. Yeah, he's good. Shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just have no file on any of these guys. Which of these guys I told, what did changers? I tell you about Dalton Connect? Who told you about Dalton Connect? I don't remember. Where do you see him? <laughs> I don't remember. I'm guessing it's you. Where do you see him? Uh, six. Thank you. <laughs> Back padding machine. Well, just look. Away. Just watch some college he's 23 games. 23 years old. Well, I know, but he, he transferred. He was a Northern Colorado kid and then transferred yeah. to Tennessee. The top. I've already forgot. Who was the number one pick in this year's NBA draft? Hold on. It was Wemby, wasn't Wemby. it? Oh, yeah, Wemby. Yeah, Wemby. Wemby. I was just staring at um, Brandon Miller. He was yeah. a Wemby's putting up some pretty damn impressive numbers. Well, I hope so. He's literally If a you beast. look at his per minute, I saw some stat where they had Wemby's current, mm-hmm. however many games the Spurs have played, let's just call it 50 games. They have mm-hmm. his current blocks and steals. Mm-hmm. And he's already surpassed what Rudy Gobert had for an entire season when he won Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. That's just on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. And then offensively. You know, but none just, of these guys are, like, this draft is nowhere near as no last year's as last year's draft even. No. Right? No, because everybody wanted Wemby. Everybody wanted Wemby, but even take Wemby out. Like, Brent, like you said, Brandon Miller. Who else has been a stud from this last draft class that, that jumps out at you? Uh, I think, like, I think Let's one of look the, down the, uh, list. the Williams. How have those guys, how have those twins What fared? about the Thompsons? Yeah, the yeah, Thompsons. Yeah, maybe they get Thompson. off. They've fallen off. Yeah. Not, they haven't been Amen and Osser. Yeah. Osser hardly, hardly plays. I mean, the up. top two favorites for Rookie of the Year this year is Wemby and Holmgren. And Holmgren was drafted the year before. I'm not saying these guys aren't going to be great players. I'm sure that some of them will be. 
But, man, none of them have the hype associated with them over the last few years. Like, who even cares if you win the first pick? Because they're all – got to wait until it plays out. I mean – I know. A lot of these, I mean, Alex Saar is getting a lot of attention. I mean, people are, are, are just foaming at the mouth for him all of a sudden. I mean, He's Scoot a Henderson. Foot, uh, the mm-hmm. guy who can defend the, the perimeter. Scoot Henderson, Portland, right? Yes. What's he, he averaging? He sucks. Oh, he, he sucks? Didn't he have a stint in the G League already? Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. He's averaging – 13 a game. Yeah. That's not bad. No, he sucks. He's, he, they thought he was going to be superstar. They traded Tate Lillard mean. away. That's my that's my preliminary take on it. a little early <laughs> to call him sucks. <laughs> He's averaging five or six more points a game than Koulibaly. Yeah, then when yeah, he's he, older. Yeah. And he was, and he was the number, three, the number yeah. three pick. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm stunned. This is the least of any prospects. And it's going to yeah. only get worse. Like I said the other day. We've, Who's the face of college basketball? There isn't one it's a chick. on the male side. Yeah, no, I, uh, you're right. It's Caitlin Clark. All right, coming up next, Can it's we Game Show her? Wednesday. <laughs> Give you a chance to win some tickets to go see the Pixies and Modest Mouse in concert. You can call in now at 800-636-1067. All right, it is a Game Show Wednesday, and I believe a Cakes Classic Wednesday. Happy Cakes Classic Day, oh. first Wednesday of the month. Hope to see you out at MGM National Harbor tonight. Cards in the air, 715 7.15, nice. Yes, we'd love to see you there. We're going to do Super Bowl trivia. You call in now at 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. And if you get a question right, we're going to hook you up with uh, tickets. We actually do have another pair of Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper tickets. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to rock with them, <clears throat> their Freaks on Parade 2024 tour. It's Jiffy Lube Live on Tuesday, September 10th. Tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com slash events. That's courtesy of Live Nation. We also have tickets to go see the Pixies and Modest Mouse. Before we get to uh, the Super Bowl trivia, Valdez, were you able to get the uh, audio of, of Shanny? Yeah, give me one second. This is when he's allegedly hammered at uh, media. Yeah, day. I had somebody say like, he definitely wasn't top, hammered though. I had I had one person on All Twitter right, say that it. he heard and said he was hammered. Another one said that during like the press conference part he was fine, but later on, um, that maybe he was a little bit buzzed. I find that hard it's, to believe. It's funny to hear Jed say that because it wasn't the smartest moment I've ever had. I mean. When owner comes in after training camp practices and is like, "Hey, how's the quarterback?" and he, what he means is the starter, yeah. or the second, and you and irritation go, "I don't know, but our third guy's the best." Like that's not what he wants to hear. So that's why he remembers it very strong. But that was just more. Brock was so good right away. I mean, it does sound like I've heard a lot of people who are buzzed and drunk that sound like that. Yeah, I mean, I would just find it hard to believe that. I mean, what time of the the night was that interview? I'm sure it was like yeah, but five o'clock local time. You're there for a couple hours. He might have had so a maybe, vodka Red Bull with him or something. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows what they're doing? I would those say interviews. if the, an NFL head coach is drunk during Super Bowl week, I don't think he's drunk. I don't okay. think anybody can say he's drunk. I don't even think he should be. But drinking. what'd you think of his speech there? His speech pattern? Maybe he's on a Zin or something. Maybe everybody's on the Zins. I don't know. Maybe don't know. he is. So you do think it was a little altered from typical Kyle Shanahan? I'm no Kyle I mean, expert. I, I don't know. He sounded a little. He, he sounds like he's dicey, he's speaking louder than he usually does. Maybe but that's because they're in, in the middle of this you know stadium and there's media everywhere. 
I would so, just find it hard know. to believe. Don't you think that you should be locked in? I mean, like arguably the biggest game of your life. You, I, mean, I would think he, you're, you're he drinking wasn't drinking later. I mean, I, I would think, think that he's probably that drinking the coffee coach? every night. It's media day. I mean, I, know I don't, it's I don't, day I don't know what trivial. they. I don't know what those guys do before they go. I feel like go. you would want to be locked in. Yeah. Oh, we. I know media days. Now dumb, they, according but. to most people, though, that have participated in Super Bowls. Yeah. They say that the game plan, everything is already in place before they get to the city. I'm sure that that's true, but maybe they do just enjoy themselves a little bit. But I mean, that's a you want to talk about a business trip? That's the ultimate business trip. All right, but what if he just had uh, a, a, a beer? Cocktail, like you had a roadie yeah. <laughs> yesterday. Was, yeah. Uh, I, I'm a loser. Maybe, I have nothing going on. In my I know, life. but maybe he doesn't drink a lot, and he just had one drink. He's going to sound like that. Maybe Shady. Maybe Shady's got the Vegas flu. He's not impervious to the Vegas flu. He gets out there. What's the Vegas flu? You get hammered in Vegas because you go uh, too hard. Are you doing <laughs> Super Bowl trivia? Yeah. Oh, okay. We got like three minutes. I saw him. Grabby, do you think quick. he's drunk? No, probably not. Just loud. Just loud. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you got to be locked in on that trip. Yeah. All right. Let's punch up our first contestant. That's our guy, Keith. Like, unfortunately, he lives in Laurel. Hey, Keith. <laughs> Famous Laurel. Hey, hey Keith. Uh, name the last non-quarterback Super Bowl MVP. Hmm. Oh. Ooh. All right, let's I go to the next contestant. Strikes out. I think I know that one. 800-636-1067. By the way, our big game coverage on 106.7 The Fan, presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Solostove.com. Uh, all right, let's go to Sam. Hey, Sam. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing, junkies? Hello. Sam, Super Bowl trivia. Same question for you. Name the last non-quarterback Super Bowl MVP. Oh, man, that's that's, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with uh, Edelman. No. Was it was he, not uh, Julian Edelman. Was, Julian was, Edelman did win the MVP in 2019. This one was actually more recent. You can't keep going to the well. People I think Googling. we can. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I just want to give right. it away. Just want to give it away. JB. What's same, up? What's up? Same question for you. You've clearly Googled it. Who was the last non-quarterback Super Bowl MVP? He's too stupid. I didn't know this was going to be such a... He's too stupid to not have Googled it. Get on Google, people. He's got morning fog. Go to Jason. Jason. Just think of who's won recent Super Bowls. I can't remember anything. I'm Googling it right now. He's Googling it. At least he's being honest. Better hurry up. All right, we'll give you five seconds. Give me the last non-quarterback who won the Super Bowl MVP. He can't come on. Do you guys know? I will tell give, me the team. I'll give you a hint. Tell me the team. I'll, I'll tell you, you the last uh, couple of Super Bowl winners. Chiefs, Rams, uh, Buccaneers. He's white. It means nothing. He's a receiver. Doesn't mean anything a to white, me. Oh. Oh, Cooper Cup? Yes. Ah, All nice. right, we'll just hook up caller number 10, 800 <laughs> Hook you up with two tickets to see the Pixies and Modest Mouse with special guest Cat Power, summer 2024, Friday, June 14th at Meriwether Post Pavilion. Tickets on sale now for tickets and more event info. Visit thefandc.com slash events. That's courtesy of Live Nation. Be Mitch and Finley next here on The Fan. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.